Welcome into a terrible football show, episode 39. I'm Alex Light with Sparky 3. Hope you're having an incredible day today. Whatever day you're watching or if you're watching this live, we appreciate the hell out of you. I got uh, I got Ricky here back after a one-week hiatus. Ricky, how you doing? How you feeling, man? I know you're, you're pretty oh, pumped to be back. Oh, man, I am excited for this. Uh, a whole week of not talking sports. Did not record my other podcast last week. We were so busy last week. So I got a double dose of everything today, gentlemen. Yeah, you're, you're oh, so you're you're doing your other show later tonight then. Most likely, yes. Oh, no, there you go. Yeah, you're double now. An opportunity yeah. to do it, considering <laughs> tomorrow night's church, Thursday night's football, Friday night's football. Yep. Yeah, and Saturday's college football day. You know what's college football day? I'm yep. watching football all day. I don't yep. have time to do podcasts. <laughs> ah, <laughs> I feel that. All right. So once again, uh, no Shane this week. He might be back for like the pick segment later on. Might be back next week. We'll see. Just dealing with something right now. But returning to the show, but. Not just as the guest this time. Last week, I threw a Hail Mary. He caught it, scored a wonderful touchdown to help win the game and put on the show. But now he's actually here as a host of a terrible football show. The man with the beautiful beard with a luscious voice and unfortunately a Cowboys fan. We have Jacob. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining Sparky 3 and a terrible football show. I'm pumped to have you here. Oh yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for what the future is about to hold for not only myself but as this community as a whole. Let's get it. Let's get it. Which that's 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 right. So hey, so Jacob, I've got to tell you something funny. Actually, both of you are going to get a very good kick out of this. So Uh-oh. I'm I so I, I started watching the podcast Thursday afternoon, Thursday evening, and I was finishing up Friday morning. So I came in the office early Friday morning, finishing it up, and the Dell soup one of my Dell supervisors. He, he's he's a funny guy, very good guy. He comes over to my laptop. He goes, hey, what are you listening to? I said, this is a podcast I'm on, but I, I wasn't on this particular one because we were, you know, we were working that day. And he looks at the, he looks at the screen and he goes, is that Ed Sheeran? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, are you on a podcast with Ed Sheeran? Oh, my God. It's exactly what he said. And I'm like, I'm like oh, dude, that's epic. But, yes, I figured, I figured you guys would get a kick out of that. So, yeah, that that was a true story. I cannot, that is That was awesome. Hey, that's a big compliment. That's a big compliment. Yeah, yeah, I would accept that as a compliment. <laughs> yeah, 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 there you go. Shout out to Zach in the chat. Zach, hopefully you're having a great day right now. Uh, okay, so one thing to also note, uh, starting next week and going forward, we're actually going to start, we're going to push the show back. We're going to start at 5.30 going forward. And we might still start like earlier at 5. Just depends. You know, we just want to give ourselves a little bit more breathing room so we're not completely rushing home from work, you know, to scramble together to get on the show. So 5.30 going forward still could be 5. We'll just see. Uh, 5 to 5.30 range. 5.30 being like the deadline unless we specify otherwise. So just a little thing to note there. Uh, also keep an eye out for the Agent Inc. stuff. Have started the design process on our jerseys. Very excited for that. Excited to show everyone what we are working on. I'm so pumped for the jerseys. I'm buying I'm buying all everyone jerseys. I'm, I'm saying that well, everyone that's on the show. If you're listening, you're not getting a jersey. Go buy it yourself. Sorry. But it, you know, for for all of us, the boys, we're all getting jerseys. I'm buying them. Looking forward to it. It's gonna be legit. Uh, and then of course, check out like our other sponsors like Rogue Energy, Wayward Beard Company. Jacob, check out some Wayward Beard Company, man. Get on the get on the train with me, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get some good stuff. Get some good stuff. As well as check out our website, sparky3.com. Uh, you can sign up for free, five, five bucks a month. We'd appreciate that. And most importantly, join the Discord because you can come in and chat with us. Uh, give your thoughts on something from maybe your team, something else that you want to chat about, or maybe kind of follow up on something that we already talked about. 
Uh, I guess with that said, I'll go ahead and turn down the music. We can kind of go ahead and jump into stuff because uh, we had a pretty good weekend, boys. Uh, you know, we had a pretty. I feel like last weekend was a lot better, in my opinion, in terms of games. I really enjoyed last weekend, but this weekend had some very good games across the board, pro and college. Uh, where do we want to start? Where are we feeling? Do we want? Do we want to start off with some, uh, you know, NFL? Do we want to jump into some college? Where do we want to go? Where do we want to steer this ship? Say we start with NFL. Did y'all start with college last week? I think we no. We started with NFL since it was week yeah, one. We yeah, since it was week one, okay. started with NFL. Then screw it. Let's start with college this week. All right, bet. We'll, we'll flip the script a little bit this week. All right, bet, bet. College football week three. Let's just go ahead and let's jump into this right now because I I, I understand they're a very good team, but Ricky, what happened? That I I don't feel like that should have been as close as it was. What happened? I understand well, Missouri I, State's a good team, but what happened? So here is what happened. We just sucked ass. Is what happened? <laughs> uh, I just I just want to call it out as it is. Hopefully my hopefully my daughter and her little sister did not hear me. They're in the other room. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> uh, but that's okay. Uh, yes, that's just basically the, the gist of it. But here here's the thing, guys. Missouri State has a ton of Division One FBS level transfers, yep. which means they were recruited at a very high level. Uh, Kansas State, Utah State, mm-hmm. Minnesota. Um, there were even some. They even have a kid that was a big time recruit down from Smackover. Uh, I can't, don't remind. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But they have. They have a legitimate. They have a legitimate. A legitimate FCS squad. This was not one of those FCS squads that you just put in the back of your mind and yep. say, you know, they're <clears throat> terrible. No, this is a Bob Petrino led team. Bob Petrino is a perfect fit for this program rebuilding this program in the toughest FCS conference uh, in the actual FCS. And if, if I were to be honest with you, they looked better than North Dakota State did against Arizona, which they should have won that game. I'm just going to be dead honest with you. And they looked True. better than South Dakota State did when South Dakota State played Iowa. Now, I don't know if they're as good as North Dakota State and South Dakota State yet, but they are definitely an FCS title contender. Now, I want y'all to understand something. Arkansas did some uncharacteristic things, especially in the first half. We hardly ever get turnovers from K.J. Jefferson. That's what makes him one of the smartest quarterbacks, one of the smartest players in college football. He does not turn the football over. He throws an interception that was a deflected pass, but before that, he fumbles the football. I think he had one fumble all year last year. I don't think he just it was just uncharacteristic. So three turnovers, down 17 to nothing, you know, just to start off the game. I mean, and I'm sitting here thinking, man, we've got to get some kind of spark going. We finally hit us. We finally hit a spark in the second quarter for a little bit, and then I'm thinking, okay, third quarter, we're gonna we're ready to roll. All of a sudden, we're down 27 to 17 again, and then it takes a fourth quarter comeback at for us to seal the deal. We should not have had to play four quarters of that game. At most, we should have played two and a half, three quarters, rest the starters, bring in Malik Hornsby as well as some of these other guys to, to get the playing time. But, guys, let's just face it. At the end of the day, football is all about matchups. No matter what level you're at, it's all about matchups. Bob Petrino outcoached Sam Pittman in that game. He had a better game plan than Sam Pittman. He was prepared for Sam Pittman's run game, which – at, at the time, let's face it, for three quarters, we did not do as we didn't do extremely well. But that fourth quarter is what really is what really drove the rest of the game. And Petrino just had a great game plan. He had great matchups. Our secondary is totally depleted right now. And Petrino knows that. I also do not believe Arkansas was prepared for their speed. I don't think they realized how fast their receivers actually were. And so going forward, 
We've got to find a better. We've got to find a better solution for our secondary. That's for sure. But hats off to Missouri State. That that's one heck of a football team. Yeah, I mean they're top five in the FCS for a reason. Currently setting at number four. Absolutely. They're, Absolutely. they're tied and, at number four with I think Montana State. Or am I mistaken on that? And they moved up after losing to Arkansas. Arkansas yep. stayed the same, which I thought was fair. Um, I, I expected Arkansas to come down one or two, but the way some of the uh, games went over the weekend, um, I, I still believe I believe it was fair. That's a fair ranking. Yep. I wouldn't have put them any higher. Heck no, not after that crap. Yeah, I noticed North Dakota State stayed at one too. You know, even though they lost, but you know. And that, that's still though. I, that's a that's a bad loss to a Division Woods. I, I understand that. That, like I said, I understand it's FCS and FBS. Losing to Arizona is a bad loss, guys. Arizona's <laughs> not that good. No, that, that's, that's a bad loss. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, I mean, North Dakota State barely lost on that, but they stayed at one. I think Montana still number two. South Dakota State three, I think is what it was. Uh, and then, like I said, tied for fourth, uh, which I I think is wild that FCS does that, where they they have you know tied rankings. It's uh, Missouri we, State. We do, and someone we, else. They, we do we do as well, but they usually take they usually take whoever was ranked higher the week before as that solid okay. line. Yeah, we've we've seen we've had some ties. Okay, yep. I gotcha. I gotcha. Uh, I, I do relate to some of your some of your problems because that's how I felt watching Miami and Texas A and M. You know, like week one, like. Didn't really show me anything with Miami. I mean, uh, who we played, you know, Betham Cook and whatever, garbage. You know, I, I, what we did, I expect. You know what I mean? But then we go up against Southern Miss, we win. But in my opinion, we lay an egg. You know what I mean? Like, we, we struggled. That was a close game there to, like, the end, and we ended up winning by a decent little margin. But it's just, like, we struggled. Like, I wasn't impressed. So, I, like I said, going into this game, I was worried. You know, as a fan, we're rocking with the team. But I was worried going into this game because, like, I haven't seen any flashiness. You know what I mean? Show me some flash. It's just not there, man. I mean, TVD, you know, he threw, you know, twenty set, you know, 41 passes, completed 21, whatever. But, like, you know, we didn't have our number one receiver, so that definitely hurt us. But we just couldn't get going on offense. That was the bottom line. I mean, we, we just couldn't. Our You know, our run game was doing okay, but it was just like that, the, you know, the pass game. You know, it's just TVD is not a very uh, flashy, you know, quarterback he's just not the most flashy thing about him is his nickname is tvd i mean that's the most flashy thing about the guy i love the guy i think he can be really great for us uh and i still think he's the the better quarterback between him and anthony richardson gonna down die on my hill on that but you know just didn't see a lot of flash from uh from this game you know it, you know it is what it is I, I knew that there this was a possibility for us to lose i knew it was one of those games uh now it's just hopefully get our number one receiver back kind of bounce back from there and just kind of keep on going you know, just got to take on the chin and keep rocking. Um, you know, uh, Jacob, you're an Ohio State fan. You just blew the doors off of Toledo. You're good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, Easy not, day for yeah, us. Yeah, no, no, no big although, deal. Although, I will say I was very, very on the fence the first half because we were trading touchdowns left and right. Man, the first imagine. Half. And, it, and it had me a little scared. But as usual, Ohio State coming out at halftime, the second half, we're a lot better of a team. Than in the first half, right? Well, you... well, as as a fan of someone who has fallen to Toledo, I still didn't feel your pain, man. <laughs> <laughs> man, imagine the story of Toledo would have beat Ohio. State. No, really, imagine the story of Missouri State would have beat Arkansas. Imagine that yeah, story. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, Ricky. Me and Jacob both wanted it to happen. I think it would have been a hilarious, great yeah, story. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> listen, listen. It's all listen. It's all fair in games. 
Okay, it's all it's all fun and games. See, one thing, me and Jacob, we have something in common. We suffer as Dallas Cowboy fans. Fair, yeah. That's you know that automatically cancels out, and I hate Ohio State, so that automatically cancels out. So it's all fun and games. It's all fun and games <laughs> at the end. Okay, it's just it, it just is what it is. Ohio State fans, Ohio State can go zero and twelve, and there's always going to be some fans who are going to try to convince you that the number one team in the country. Okay, so I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying it that much. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Oh, speaking of our teams, just for the record, Jacob, I am going to get your teams up there on the corner. Uh, I started editing like, you know, because I, I do it. I do all those myself, like the chalkboard effects, whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I started on Ohio what? State. I got, I got the Bengals done and I just need to add uh, Ohio State and NIU. Gotcha. Uh, I was just about to ask what your second team was, and it was NIU. Because yep. I remember yep. for the podcast last week, you said NIU was the first game you went to. Yep. Okay, so who that, lost that to Vandy? Awesome. Unfortunately, awesome. who unfortunately lost to Vandy, thirty-eight twenty-eight. Yeah, yeah, go, yeah, go Vanderbilt, three Man. and one, baby, three and one, <laughs> three baby. and one, going Alabama into Alabama. <laughs> Just imagine, man, if they would actually, if they would have been undefeated going into that Alabama game. What a meme! Uh, that CBS game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, I. I hate that you, I hate that I let you talk me into picking BYU over Oregon. Yo, I hate okay. that I let you do. I hate that you. I let you do that, man. Hey, hey! In all fairness, I'm, I thought I thought BYU was going to beat Oregon. I mean, Oregon has looked like flat out crap. That's like not wrong. Crap, and to Georgia, and then the next week they didn't play anybody. All of a sudden, they're back in the top twenty-five after playing nobody. Yeah. And they, I mean, it just it doesn't make any sense. But I I did not expect. Uh, Oregon to do what they did to BYU. Golly, they beat the brakes off BYU. And, but, I mean, in all fairness, though, I mean, BYU had a tough game the week before against Baylor. I, I guess they were just banged up. No, yeah, they had, I think it was like five or six starters uh, not make the trip because yeah. of that game against Baylor. And plus, they could not get the, uh, the run game going whatsoever. They were held pretty good by the Oregon defense, which was, which was shocking. Let's see, who does Oregon play this weekend? I forgot. We have it on our script. Wa- Washington State, I believe. Oh, going yeah. against Cameron Ward. Ooh, spicy. Cameron Ward's been playing very well this year. Uh, so that's that's me one to watch. I'll shout to Tyler in the chat. Penn State is just dominating at this point. Hashtag pissed off. God, I hate you, Tyler. They played Auburn for crying out loud. Tyler, slow your roll, man. Goodness gracious, great. And Auburn without Bo Nix. Goodness. So let's okay. So guys, here's something about Auburn. Me and Brad have talked about this several times. First of all, Auburn's coach should have been fired last year to begin True. with. But secondly, as much as I can't, I can't. Okay, I can't stand Gus Malzahn. I can't stand the guy. Never have, never will. This dude never won less than eight games a season. This first guy won, I think, seven games last year. They're not winning four or five games this year. Uh, it just, yeah, it's just, oh, it's terrible. It's so terrible. They beat Auburn. Who gives a crap? Let's move on. <laughs> I will say, you know, um, you know, in terms of that head coach being fired, who do you guys think is going to be, you know, the more talked about hot seat coach right now, him or the guy from Georgia Tech? Because, you know, the, obviously coming into the season, it was Scott Frost, canned. Next, it was Herm Edwards, canned. Who who would be the next person on the hot seat in your guys' opinion? Georgia Tech, I think it's Jeff Collins or uh, Brian down in Auburn. Now, now Collins over at Georgia Tech, he'll probably be fired first. But the more the most hot seats, Auburn. Auburn has the richer, the richer, more recent tradition. 
than what Georgia Tech does, considering that Auburn is still in the SEC. Right. And yeah. the SEC is just getting more – they're just getting loaded. I mean, it's just yeah. – they're all loaded. Every team that you can mention, all the way – even Mississippi State, who lost to LSU, which I thought that was a joke. <laughs> but you could just – you can look up all the – all the rosters, look up all the teams, the coaches. They're all loaded up. I mean, it's 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 unbelievable. About you, you know, Daniel? I'll be honest. Uh, Jeff Jeff Trailer for uh, UTSA is not living up to the hype of what the Roadrunners were last year That's at true. all. They have laid an egg this year. I was very high on UTSA coming into this season, but they have absolutely just laid an egg. It's like, unfortunate too because they yeah. were they were one of the best group of five teams last year, and yep. I really loved their team last year. I true. loved how they were playing football. I loved how they were coached. And this year, man, wow, have they been a disappointment? Yeah, I know. Frank Harris. Uh, is it, it is Frank or is it Mark? One, both names are – I know it's Harris, the quarterback. Is it Frank? I think it's – is Mark? Um, um, Harris. I no, got you. I'm just going to call him Agent Zero because he wears numbers. Frank. Zero. It's Frank. Okay, Frank. Yeah, I mean, he played great last year, and him coming back was one of the biggest reasons why I was really high on them this year. And they've just, like I said, completely just laid an egg. Uh, Tyler also said that, uh, you know, Brian is go was going to get fired before he even got hired in terms of Arvin, which is fair. <laughs> That's fair. Kind of set up for failure on that one, in my opinion. But I don't know. It'll be interesting to watch the hot seats kind of moving forward. Uh, but uh, also, what would you guys think of the, the Troy Appalachian State game? That ending was wild. That ending was wild. What a game. Hail Mary, baby. And, of course, Appalachian State, that just shows you the, the fight that they actually have. And the fact that college game day, yep. first time ever, went to Appalachian State. Yep. I mean, that's just – that's awesome. Yep. Man, they brought yeah, it Yeah, so I, I have a friend who uh, actually goes to school at Troy, and he was at that game. Ooh. And he was recording the final play, thinking, you know, that the Trojans were going to win. But <laughs> – you should hear the disappointment as soon as they I score that I touchdown. Could. You could just you could just hear it. It's like his soul just left his body <laughs> after that. It was it's so funny. Well, the good well the, uh, speaking of Troy, uh, one of my teachers uh, from college uh, just got hired on to, to coach to be the head coach of Troy's softball team. He's he's that's what the coach is known for. Is he's one heck of a softball coach. But yeah, he's he's now the head coach at Troy. He's been successful everywhere he's been. Nice, nice. Nice. Yeah, that that I loved that college game day went there. That was legit. I loved how they were just like, yeah, they stole it. They they beat Texas A&M, then they stole college game day from Texas A&M. Yeah. I loved that. Yep. That was awesome. That was awesome. I really I wish I could see that video. If you can somehow get it to me on Discord, send it to me. I want I want to I want to hear the disappointment. Speaking of disappointment, hey, Hawaii finally got a win, but uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, look who we beat. But you know, it is what it is. We got a win. I mean, hey, Florida State beat them too. So I mean, you know, it you know just to. Hey, hey, look on the bright side, though. Hawaii is in special company. They are one of three FBS schools in the country that has not scored a passing touchdown alongside Florida and USF. <laughs> Florida, goodness gracious. I know. Though. Florida, hey, can, Florida hey, has not scored else. a passing touchdown. So Anthony Richardson's so much better than TVD, I guess. <laughs> uh, speaking of coaches' hot seats, USF's head coach. Uh, oh, yeah. Golly, I'm – uh, his day, uh, Jeff Scott, Jeff yeah. Scott is his day. Yeah. He's, he's probably on the top of the chain when it comes to, uh, being in the hot seat. Then of course, uh, David Shaw and Stanford, which, uh, Stanford will, will, and it depends on how they do this season. We'll have to see how they, how they fare Shaw, out. But Shaw yeah, and uh, Stanford fell off, man. 
Shaw and Stanford fell off so bad. You know, you know, obviously, you know, he had that great period with Luck and then immediately turned around with uh, Kevin Hogan, whatever, and was still rocking with that. But, uh, you know, I obviously had C-Mac there as well. But, like, I've, since then, it's just been like nothing. You know what I mean? So that that, well, that is well, I mean, one to watch. You look at the Pac-12 recruiting, though. Yeah. That's why, that's why the Pac-12 is in it. Like, I mean, if I, let's just be honest. How tough of a conference would you – if you put the Power 5 conferences right now, where does Pac-12 rank? At the bottom. At yep. the bottom. I mean, everybody has – like all these athletes have shifted to basically staying in the Midwest or going off east. They don't go out west. There's nothing out in the west. I mean, it's just, it's just facts. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying he shouldn't be a head coach, but I, I would have left, Stan- left Stanford years ago. Yeah. Also, Tyler, if you put one more reference of him in this chat, I will ban you. <laughs> reference of who? Who is it this time? Davis Mills. His oh, trademark nickname. You you say that nickname one more time. <laughs> I'm banning you. <laughs> <laughs> Joking, of course. Or am I? Test me. Um, I, I, I know I we're talking. One more, I, one more coach to put on that hot seat, by the way. What's up? And that's going to be, even though it's his first year and everything, I understand it's his first year, but Marcus Freeman for Notre Thank Dame. Thank you. Thank you. I said that's this two fair. weeks ago. That's fair, man. Notre Dame has not looked good at all. Well, here's something else. You know, here's something else. Before this week, he was 0-3 as a head coach. You know, he lost yep. the first two weeks. You know, Ohio State's a forgivable win, a forgivable loss, if you yep. want to put it that way. They they played well defensively. Yep. They don't have an they don't have an offense to save their life. They shocked but me with that Ohio lose, State game. And then you lose to Marshall. To Marshall. Don't get me wrong. I, <laughs> I love Marshall. I, I love We Are Marshall. And I was watching that movie the day before the game. And it was amazing. I was watching that movie and I'm like, We Are Marshall. Whatever the like, let's whatever get I heard it. that yeah. Marshall was. Well, winning. hold on now. Marshall is kind of like how you were talking about Missouri State. They have a lot of top FBS talents that just didn't didn't go out well with their with their previous schools that went to Marshall that are at Marshall now. They have a lot of talent there. Marshall's in the FBS. Well, yeah, no, no, I know. What, He's I know. just talking about like higher grade schools. Yeah, I'm talking like higher tier players coming from higher teams down to right. Marshall to get a chance to play. Absolutely, but I'm I'm just saying like we are Marshall. I was just rooting we are Marshall. Right, I right. root for Marshall. I love Marshall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the way the way Marshall is with their talents, kind of like you know, even though you know they obviously lost their their star quarterback to the draft, but it's kind of the same way with how uh, Liberty is because Liberty has a lot of you know, transfers as well uh, from, you know, higher end schools. It just didn't, wasn't going to get a chance to play. So uh, Marshall's in that same kind of category, but that's still a game that Notre Dame should have cleared. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like yep. should have cleared that should have cleared Cal by a mile. You know what I mean? Like Cal has just not been a good team since pretty much when Jared Goff was last there, they were okay. Absolutely. So it's just like, they should have cleared that by a mile. So yeah, honestly one year in, you know, could be on the hot seat, you know. You know, I don't know. It's something to watch. Something to watch. How about them Bears, Alex? We'll we'll get there, Steve. We're not in the NFL yet. We're still talking college, so you calm down, fucking asshole, with the Packers fan over there. <laughs> but anyway, different story. We'll get there. Hey, hey, on the on the record, I'm probably the only one on here who picked the Bears to win this past Sunday. So yeah, I, I'm I'm an idiot. I picked, so I picked the Bears to roll with them. You know, I feel like our secondary was going to do a lot better, but I should have known better. It's prime time. I'm the same way. It's, it's in Green Bay. I should have known better. And I did, but as a Bears fan, you, it's just like you got to – you got to – I got to do it. Here's a fun fact about that picking, by the way. There was only three people to pick Green Bay for that team. 
for for that game. Only three people picked Green Bay to in, win in our in our in our pool. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Well, makes you feel a little bit better. At least everyone else was on this sinking ship with me. Welcome to the ship, boys. <laughs> you know, I've been on this ship for years. Come on in. You know, I got a seat saved for you right over here. <laughs> now, uh, I don't know if you guys have college games you want to shout out. The last two for me personally is Kansas and Houston. As we said, not the same old Jayhawks, baby. This Kansas team, they're not going to make a shit ton of noise. Like, they're not going to, you know, blow the world up or anything. But they are not the same Jayhawks. That's the main thing. They are not the same Jayhawks. I like this team. Ricky, and you y'all look- were bragging on Texas Tech last week for beating a Houston team who was beat up from playing an overtime game <laughs> against UTSA. I like Texas, like, Texas Tech, Tech, Tech is back. Here we go. Go, Texas Tech. I like Texas Tech, treat- too. Y'all got to treat my North Carolina State Wolfpack like they're nothing just because they beat ECU on the road by one point. Really? And they're at Look, home? Look, I was oh, high no. on NC State, I mean, too. Hold on, hold on. There's way higher expectations going into this season for NC State than there was for really any other team that we were talking about last week. I disagree because Houston has even bigger expectations because a lot of people, especially me, picked them to win the American Conference. And they are going to and the Big 12, so that adds a little fire to them. That is that true. Does. That, is yeah. true. that does. You are correct. That does. Just hey, remember that. I absolutely <laughs> love it. Who would have thought that Kansas and Duke were going to be undefeated playing each other Let's in go. a football game? They're blue bloods. They're basketball schools. They're Let's go, baby. Hey, and here's the thing, guys. Here's something else. Kentucky's undefeated. We have three blue bloods who are basketball schools who are undefeated right now. I absolutely love it. Indiana, I absolutely love it. UCS, uh, UCLA, they're all they're both undefeated too. Oh, UCLA hadn't played anybody. <laughs> Man, that they're stadium. That stadium that always being that empty is, is a true. damn shame. You know, like th- I saw Troy Aikman chime in on that where he's just like it's time for them to build a stadium on campus. You know, because like, and he, he did point out though, hey, if we continue to play like we did. We're not going to fill that up either. But you know, like it being at the Rose Bowl, that's cool and all. But this is pathetic when you see that outer shot and everything. It's just the stadium's empty. You know what I yep. mean? That's just disappointing for a Power Five school and one that holds the name that it does, like UCLA. That's pathetic. Like that's just sad, man. UCLA is in a spot right now. But no, with this okay. Kansas we'll team, we'll welcome them into the Big Ten. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just welcome them in. We'll let them get slaughtered <laughs> over they, there. But that's if they make run. it to the Big Ten. The governor True. of California, the governor of California, is trying to block that from even happening. And considering that UCLA is a public school, and I did not know this, but USC is a private school. Uh, they school, they can't do nothing to USC, but UCLA they want to keep the California schools together. U- UCLA may not be in the Big Ten, which is a fascinating thing that you know that the state can just be like, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fascinating. No, dude, this Kansas team is about to be like the 2007 Jayhawks, baby. Just watch. They're about to be like them 2007 Jayhawks, baby. Let's get it, you know, going 12 oh, and 1. Go that far. Going 12 and 1. Go Let's far. go. <laughs> no. They're, they're a normal Big 12 team. All offense, no defense. There you go. Yeah, basically. Yep. <laughs> uh, the other one that I had was Michigan State and Washington. Loved that one. Loved it. You know, going into it, you know, Washington, you know, Washington unranked Michigan State number 11 going to Washington. Washington was favored. We chat about this during our picks and man, loved, loved, loved what Washington did there, man. I feel like that really sent a statement for that team and, and the talent that they have. Well, the Pac-12 in general needs to make a statement because they That's really true. have not had much of one. I know what, who was it? Was it Oregon that beat Ohio State? Was that last year or the year before? I, I, I can't remember. I think it was the year before. Whenever, year before. Or, yeah, it was the year before, so, or, which shocked know, the hell that, out we, of me. We, 
Exactly, which, you know, everybody thought, well, you know, maybe the Pac-12 is back. Now, the Pac-12 has got to make some kind of statement. And I know USC is supposed to be pretty good this year. I still think they're a little overrated. But the fact that we have the Washington and Washington State that are both doing pretty well right now, and because, of course, Oregon with that blowout win they had the other day, um, you know, may, somebody's got to make some noise for that conference. I mean, it's just, like I said, somebody's got to make some noise because right now, right now the Pac-12 is on the outside looking in with USC leaving to go to the Big Ten. Um, either they're going to be out left field by themselves or they're going to have to join some other conference. So they, they're fighting for a resume to be put in another conference right now. And I feel like Washington didn't really send a statement on that because, you know, part of the rumors that we were following a few months back was, you know, uh, Oregon and Washington both was trying to get into the Big Ten alongside USC and UCLA. So I feel like, you know, them beating Michigan State, I feel like that's going to help really send a signal there. You know, which, you know, one of the things that we, we chat about last week, you, you know, is they have, you know, Phoenix Jr., you know, who came from Indiana. You know, we saw what he did there, and now we're seeing what he's doing with, uh, you know, with Washington as the guy. So, and I think this uh, success for Washington is going to continue. You know, they, they've gotten really good recruiting, and that's the big thing. Um, you know, um, Sam Hurd was the quarterback that I was referencing last week. He's the son of a NFL I got I finally remember the name is Damon Hurd. He was a backup for like KC and a few others. Not 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 an astonishing NFL quarterback, but still, you know, that you know, the son the son of an NFL quarterback is still something to talk about. You know, five star recruit, one of the best quarterbacks in this last draft, you know, one of the top twenty five recruits in the nation commits to Washington. Good recruiting. You know, good current, you know, uh, talent at the school now is going to help help uh, bringing up the the Huskies, you know, to hopefully get to like the Big Ten because Pac-12 is obviously dead. We all know that. That is as dead as can be. But, hey, uh, whenever everyone else leaves, you know, USC is going to ride off into the Big Ten and do their thing. UCLA, we'll see. You know, Oregon leaves at Washington, you know, leaves. But uh, all that matters is who's going to remain, and that's the Beavs, baby. Go Oregon State, three and zero, going into <laughs> USC. Let's get it. <laughs> Go Beavs. <laughs> you know, it's really unfortunate that Michigan State had to fall to Washington because uh, honestly, now it seems like the only chance the Big Ten has to get into the uh, playoffs this year is Michigan and Ohio State, and they end up playing each other. Yeah. So they're just going to chew themselves apart in that game unless it's close the college football committee usually likes uh, they like close games they don't really they really do too much as far as deranking people for close games if they're close ranked but there's nobody else i mean yeah you have penn state who's ranked but they don't have a chance to make it to the playoffs this year no chance no chance Todd, if you're still listening no. zero chance zero chance they're going to get beat by you know probably pretty much all the good teams in the big 10 in my opinion yep so, I mean, it to, is going to come down uh, like, to Ohio um, State it's, Michigan. It's October 15th, they play Michigan, then Minnesota, then Ohio State. Right. Those are three unranked teams or uh, undefeated teams right now. Yeah. Go Minnesota. Yeah, go Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Minnesota's been putting up a lot more points, uh, you know, here in the these first few games than I would have expected from them. You know, I thought you know, Minnesota was going to have a pretty crap year, but they've put up some decent points. You know, and then coming in this week and playing Michigan State should be pretty interesting, honestly. You know, uh, I'll, I'll be looking forward to watching that game personally, Minnesota, Michigan State. I, I think it's gonna be, a, I think it's gonna be closer than people realize uh, right now, because right now Minnesota is actually leading in terms of the betting line, minus two and a half. And as they should be, they yep. play better football. Yep. Yeah, Michigan State is not. Uh, they have not looked great so far these uh, first few games in, but. Now a lot, a lot of good games this weekend. Uh, a lot of, a lot of games that I'm personally really excited to watch. Uh, from this past weekend, is there any more games that you guys wanted to shout out and kind of chat about? Anything that we missed here? I, I will shout out one that 
I was watching and messaging Tyler about in, in the moment. I was getting very, very, very pissed off. And that was uh, whoever uh, – oh, Purdue and uh, Syracuse. I was watching I was that just game. I bring that up. I had yeah, some. I had some, to bring that up. I had Y'all some saying last week Purdue's <laughs> offense was going to be too much for Syracuse. Y'all got to take my Syracuse orange and take their name down Man. the drain, like they like they hadn't been there before. But I will say I will say this much: the better team lost. Purdue was way yeah. more talented than what yeah. Syracuse. Yeah. Purdue should have won that game. Purdue lost that game because of their head coach calling some of the. Dumbest things I would ever. Why are you letting a college quarterback pass fifty something times in a game? He's not be. He's not. He's not Tom Brady. He's not Aaron Rodgers. He's not even Dak Prescott. You're gonna let him throw fifty passes in a game? Yep, not in a college football game. No, that's why they got beat. I understand that. I understand that Syracuse is like Arkansas. Their secondary is depleted. But no, they, they, you just they, they lost that game. And yes, I watched that game from start to finish. And every single one of the penalty, those penalties that Purdue had toward the end of the game were the correct cause. They blew. They literally took a they shotgun, shot a knife, and stabbed themselves in the leg with it and said, screw this, we're going to lose this game on purpose just because we're Purdue and we can't do anything better anyway. Dude, it was bad. Like, watching those last few minutes and just, like, how much Purdue shot themselves in the foot was unreal, which was cool for me. I had money riding on that game with Syracuse winning, so I I was getting very visibly pissed when Syracuse was playing so bad. It's just like, come on, you're so close. Get your shit together. This is on a parlay. I need you to get this. Everything <laughs> else in that parlay was hit, hit, hit. And Syracuse is holding me up, and I'm like, for the love of Christ, please. Uh, yeah, there were some – there were some sweet plays in that game, though. I, I will, I will put that way. But I, I, I still thought the better team lost. I, th- I thought I Purdue, agree. Purdue should have won that game easily, at least by two or three touchdowns. Yeah. I, that just, uh, they shot themselves. It happens, though. It happens. It's college football. Yeah. Another still one. Still stupid kids. Another one that was making me very, very angry because of of a money, uh, because of a money thing. I had the money line on UCLA. You know, we just finished chatting about, but let's bring them back in. 32-31 to South Alabama, man. I was getting very nervous in that game when they were losing to South Alabama. I'm, I, you know, I had UCLA money line, and I was getting, I was messaging Tyler about that one too, because Tyler likes the orange, he likes the Bruins. I'm like, fuck your orange, fuck your Bruins, get your shit together. It's like I've got money on this, man. They could just do what USC did, hire a coach and just pay their players to come play for them. I mean, they Basically, could do that. I mean, that's what that's what they need to do. <laughs> you know, Chip Kelly. Do what? Chip, that's what they need to do. Chip Kelly's not going to get it together over there. You know, but no, he should have never left Oregon. Oh, that's so true. He should have never left Oregon, man. Uh, but uh, yeah, any any other games you guys want to shout out? Jacob, you got anything? Ricky, anything? I think we've got them all. Yeah, I think I think we've got them all too. I'm, uh, yeah, let's 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 move on. All right, time for some pro, I guess. I I want to go ahead and get this out of the way. Bears fucking suck. <laughs> I mean, I don't think so. I don't think so. I know, Alex, I don't think so. Listen, Alex, they had one play. They were one play away from taking that game into a one-score game. And that's all they need. That's uh, they, they were that close. But when you, when you get stood up at the goal line, and yes, was it a touchdown? I think the ball did cross the plane. But according to, you know, the instant replay rules, you know, it has to be visual. You couldn't really see the football because the football was tucked in so much. And he was, and I understood why just, you know, Justin Fields was trying not to fumble the football, but here's where the dumb comes in. Why are they in shotgun formation? 
Go yeah. under center and sneak that dad gum ball up in there. All he had to do, snap the ball and do it, do it. Matt Stafford did against our Cowboys a few years back in the playoffs. Just take it over the goal line. Yep. Just take it over the goal line. That's all, that's Tom all Brady really does it really do. well, so, too. So, no, I wouldn't I wouldn't say they suck, Alex. I mean, they had – I mean, it's just the second game of the year. I, I mean, look, it's I just, think they're going to be fine. I just don't see anything on offense. That's the thing. Like, I know we had a good first drive when we were handing it to David Montgomery, and that's great. Our run game looked good. That's where we. Yes. I thought we looked good. Our run game looked very good. David is proving me wrong, which I want him to. I've always been under the impression I think David Montgomery is overrated. I want him to prove me wrong as a Bears fan. Please do. And he has so far. That's great. But it's our pass game that's killing me right now. When we have our number one supposed receiver who only has two catches for like four yards in two games – like we have, you know, Justin Fields throwing 11 passes in this game, a total of like 29 passes in two games. You got to give the dude, I understand, you know, he's a second year player, first full year in this system. I get it, but you got to give him the ball more. You have to. I mean, he's supposed to be our franchise guy. And looking back at some plays in that game, you you don't have a number one receiver. You're right. We don't. We don't have a true number one, but our number one being Darnell Mooney, you know, he supposedly is going to be our number one. Then where, where's the target? Because, like, not only does he only have two catches or whatever, he doesn't have targets either. That's also, the, that's also the issue I have here. But, like, you go back and you look at some plays in that game, and, again, I get it, second-year player, new system, I get it. But there needs to be some times where the coaching staff just lets Justin be Justin. Because there were some plays in particular where it's like, if he just cuts himself loose and just plays quarterback – we could have had some big plays happen because there was one particular play that I remember where his he went to his read one. Great, you're doing your read one, and he's hitting David Montgomery for a five-yard check down. But you look at that play, right? You have a wide receiver that just broke past the safety over here that could have been like a 30- or 40-yard gain. You had Cole Komet who had some separation. I think there was uh, – may have been – St. Brown, I think so it was, who also got some separation. You had three receivers for oh, for 10-plus yards out that had separation, most notably the one that literally broke past the safety. You can, If you pause it, you can see the safety trying to keep up. Like, easy completion there if you just rocket that thing in. But, like, I get it. You're going through your, you're going through your phases, right? You're going through you – know, it was a check down to David. I get it. But there are those times where it's like we need to cut them loose because if we keep them shackled like this, what, what's different than what we did with Mitchell Trubisky? You know, I already suffered this for four years where it's like you're let you, you're forcing in, in Matt Nagy's case with Trubisky, you're forcing Trubisky to play to your system and not letting him just be a quarterback. So and, and I hope that's not going to be the case here. I would I would think not, you know, with Luke Getze, you know, who's worked with Aaron Rodgers for the time that he has. I would think that's not going to be the case. Uh, but, you know, again, you know, I get it. Two games, you know, second year player, new system. I get it. But like, come on, you know, come on, just play quarterback. Just play quarterback. In all, fair, in all fairness, you have to you have to solidify your running game before you solidify your passing game. Yep. Because if you can't run the football, you can't pass. You know, he's you know Justin Fields. We don't know what type of a quarterback he is just yet because, like you said, it's only his second year. But you don't want to take a second year quarterback throwing 50, 60 passes a game either. So establish the running game first, and everything else eventually will come into play. Like I said, they were one play away from cutting it to a touchdown game and the defense probably would have played a lot harder. Who knows what would have happened yep. um, in, in that game. But I wouldn't, I'm, I mean, I'm more optimistic about the bears than I am just about a lot of other teams. <laughs> hey, at least you guys got a dub this weekend with, uh, you know, your backup quarterback that you, you know, still have. So congratulations to having a backup quarterback. Yeah. That's big. Yep. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, you guys got a big win over Cincinnati. I don't think anyone saw that coming. 
Uh, but Cincinnati, man, they're struggling, which it's not much different from how last year went. They struggled at the end of the year and got hot. But, man, they are struggling right now. You guys have concerns with Cincy? Or is it going to be the same story to you guys? They're going to get hot later because you guys yeah, I mean, shut like, them down. Th- where is this upgraded offensive line that everybody was talking That's about? That's what I'm like, saying. They went out and got so many free agents. They drafted offensive line yep. specifically to upgrade their offensive line. Where is that at? dominated two weeks in you know both good defenses cowboys and steelers both you know some pretty solid defenses like at the same time again your argument's about where the hell's this line you know what i mean it's i mean that's that that's a fair question you know that considering that like like Jacob it was six said, sacks in this they, game right six sack it was six yep. sacks in this game they, they played much better Man. in the second half uh than obviously than what they did in the first half but I, you know, I'm just gonna be. I just give more credit to the Cowboys' defense, not because I'm a Cowboys fan, but because I, I did not. Ex- I thought Joe Burrow was going to expose a little bit of our defense this week, and it, and it didn't happen. Um, it, it just, it just did not happen. Our defense, I thought, has played pretty solid uh, the past couple of weeks. Cooper Rush two and zero as a starter. I mean, you can't ignore that. I know that's two big games right there, considering, and I'm one of them. And historically. When Dak Prescott goes down, we really fall. Now, last year, I, I, that's the one thing. I, don't, I will not forget last year when he went down for one game and Cooper Rush comes in, basically did the same thing he did, you know, this past Sunday. So, I mean, I wouldn't – now, I'm not going to go on here and say that he is he is an elite quarterback because we, we know he's not yet, didn't have that kind of experience. But he was rated the last as, – as far as, you know, the top two quarterbacks, the first string and second string quarterback – he was ranked eighth in the NFC East, and yet he's two and zero right now. Yeah. And they and he's beaten two pretty good teams. Even at that point last year, when Minnesota came into town, or no, they went on the road to Minnesota. I'm sorry, Minnesota had started off one and three, and they were on a two game winning streak. Hey, they were re- they were ready to hit the service and run. They lose to the Cowboys. Their season turns out to be mediocre. And yep. then this se- and then this season, Dak Prescott goes out. I just like a lot of Cowboy fans. Shit. <laughs> Season's over. It's done. It's over with. And so, but, you know, I mean, hey, a dub is a dub in the NFL. I don't care how you get it. A dub is a dub. Uh, Cooper Rush, he, he's showing some promise. And, hey, he really didn't get to show that much in the second half considering the Cowboys only had the ball for like seven minutes in the second half compared right. to the, you know, the 20-something minutes that – uh uh, that Cincinnati had. So, I mean, you know, just the fact that he was able to get on that last drive without having but one or two drives the entire time at that point, um, that that's just more props to Cooper Rush. Yeah. Jacob, what about you? What's your thoughts as a fellow Dallas Cowboys suffer? Uh, well, I mean, you heard it last week. I did say that uh, with Dak going down, the Cowboys season was pretty much over with at that point. I'm glad I was, uh, that was just thrown right back in my face. I'm super <laughs> happy. Uh, Cooper Rush, Noah Brown, that connection is going to be very, very, very strong going forward for the next couple weeks until Dak comes back. Once Dak comes back, it's probably going to be the, you know, the CD Lamb connection that they're trying to do, which I still don't have any faith in whatsoever. Uh, I mean, you saw Amari Cooper do really, really good over at the Browns this past week, and right. it's really just pissing me off that we let him go. For, for how much you guys is. did, you guys stop, did stop, nothing. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> they lost to the Jets, man. 
They lost to the hey, worst they team. Lost yeah, to they, Flacco, they lost to Joe Flacco, man. He's a Super Bowl I'm MVP. About one specific team or one specific player, though, not not the whole team. Well, here, here's the thing, Jacob, and I think one of the things that we really have to, Jerry, you know, Jerry Jones is more old school when it comes when it comes to football, and the one thing he he the one thing that he strives on is availability. Yep. That's the one thing he's that's the one thing he str- he really strided on whenever Amari Cooper was gone was the fact it was it's availability. So we do not know what the inside source or the inside situation was going on with Amari Cooper. Now personally, would I have done it? No. But here's the thing. Jerry Jones really shot him and shot himself in the foot because he gave Ezekiel Elliott the money he was looking for. He yeah. gave Dak Prescott all that money he was looking for. And who are the two? Who are the two that have really that really started this stride? It was Dak Prescott, and Ezekiel Elliott, because Amari Cooper didn't come in until after they got rid of Des Bryant. So yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, that number one receiver—that's one of those things that that that's going to be question marked throughout the entire throughout the entire year. I think when Michael Gallup comes back healthy. If, if if he does come back healthy, I don't know how you know I don't know how much production he'll give, but maybe he'll come back and shock us a little bit, give the wide receivers a little bit open space because right now defenses know they know they do not have a number one target right now. Everybody knows that. Even I mean even the worst team in the NFL knows that right now. And so uh, like like I said, it just we'll we'll just see what happens, but. Um, Right now, I mean, am I going to bank that we're going to be a playoff team with Cooper Rush the entire season? Probably not. But the fact that he was able to go out and just get this dub, hey, hats off to him. I mean, that's just that's just that's just better. That's just hats off to him. You guys will be in a lot better condition if you get Min, uh, Minshew Mania, though. But that's a different story. Oh, uh, for the love yeah. of God! <laughs> you said that crap last week. Are you out of your damn mind? Let Minshew me, Mania, stop, baby! Stop, let's run it just wild. Stop, just stop. Just stop it. I had Garner Minshew on my fantasy football team. Good. When he was with the Jacksonville Jaguars, Good. and he absolutely 100 percent. Stuck. No. I mean, you can't. No. no. You Minshew mania, baby. Let it you run wild. You can't. No, hell no. <laughs> you, this ain't a Hulkamania crap. Minshew mania, baby. Let's go. Yeah, there's a reason he's a backup quarterback. No. That is a starter. That is a starting quarterback that is trapped. I am not going to. Hell no. No. We ain't. No. Hell no. Carter <laughs> Minshew to the Cowboys. Let's Man, go. Heard that crap. Dude, that was one of the things. Man, I will tell you something. When you said Garter Minshew to be a second straight quarterback to this Dallas Cowboy team, it made me, I went on a rant by myself in the car. What the hell's this guy think? Garter Minshew coming to the Dallas Cowboys. No, you gonna listen, try to, you're going to wish that much more bad luck on my team. No, I'm man. already suffering. This guy's I'm got the end factor. I'm suffering with you. I'm suffering with you. <laughs> I was okay for 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 lack of words I was looking at who was of who could be available to step in for for Dak if Cooper Rush wasn't good. And on paper Gardner Minshew has the starting experience for one, for two, he's played at a pretty shitty team. So he's pretty, you know, he doesn't turn he's, the he's ball not, over much. Not, Huh? He doesn't turn the ball over much either. So that's exactly. a, yeah, that's a good exactly. thing. Yeah, yeah. That's because he didn't pass much. Hey, Minshew Mania ready to run wild, brother. I will say I got three things to say. One, the Cowboys will not win a Super Bowl until Jerry Jones is dead or not the owner. For two, 
I do not think CeeDee Lamb will ever be a true number one wide receiver. I could agree Michael with that. Gallup has more of the ability to be a number one wide receiver than he does. And number three, we're the fourth best team in the NFC East right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, shout out. <laughs> we're not afraid of fourth place. <laughs> I saw I saw a meme about that where it's just like, you know, uh, three three of the same guy, whatever, and they all had like the other lo- you know, the other team logos looking at the the Dallas Cowboys one. It's like it smells like bitch in here because they're the only one. <laughs> you, you do know where that fourth place term comes from, right? What, for the Cowboys? No, that fourth place. No, we're not afraid of fourth place. You know where that comes from. It comes from the movie Semi-Pro. Oh. Will Ferrell, Semi-Pro. It's yeah. a funny-ass Ooh. movie. Right. We're not afraid that's of fourth a, that's place. That's a throwback. That's a throwback. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's catch up on some chat here. Uh, okay, Joey Burrow still getting killed. I think once the line gets, uh, you know, gels a little some more, they'll be okay. I, I think that's possible. Again, we saw them start off last year, be completely terrible. And kind of you know figure it out through the year, rest of the year, obviously make the Super Bowl. Uh, just uh, the rush revival is coming to Dallas. All right, uh, just trade Dak away and get someone who isn't made of glass. Hopefully, fair point. Fair point. That's uh, cowboy I, quarterbacks in general, though. What are you talking about? That's also that's also a fair point. That's also a fair point. <laughs> Tyler I mean, said, uh, "Peep your phone, Rick." Apparently, he sent you something. Tyler said, "Peep your phone." Apparently, he sent you something. I'm in the middle. I am in the middle of ranting here, Tyler. I don't give a damn what you had to say about Penn State. I don't give a damn what you had to say about the Buffalo Bills, which you know, of course, they're going to go undefeated most likely because they're the, you know, they're playing the best in NFL. NFL. I'm looking at my phone right now. I am. I am paying attention to Alex Thank you. and Jacob right now because I got to hold the. I got somebody's got to hold their feet to the fire. That's fair. That's fair. I definitely need it. Trust me, it's a terrible show for a reason. I'm hosting it. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'll said Rivers You're is coming out. Host. Thank You're you. You're a great host, Thank sir. You. You're a great host. Just you. Every now and then, I gotta go on a rant. Now I'm all <laughs> pumped up. Let's do this. Let's boys. go. Let's, let's go, this, boys. <laughs> uh, also, Rivers is coming out of retirement to play for Dallas. That would be that'd be hilarious. Uh, and uh, Steve, I'll throw out there that you guys get Sam Darnold. So that would also be hilarious. Uh, the speaking- sad part is that all that was talked about and all that right. got flushed down the toilet, including Colin Kaepernick. I swear to God. Lord, forgive me. If we would have gotten Collar Kaepernick, I would have gone in my closet. I would have taken my Cowboys shirts. I would have ripped them in half, put them in a fire. I would have pissed on them, and I would have been done with the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> I, at that point, I can't, I can't do it no more. I can't do, I've suffered enough. Right. I cannot I, do okay. it. No. I mean, <laughs> I, I, do, I do feel that, you know, because, like, you know, one of one of the teams that I've I've liked for at least the last few years since like probably like 2015 or so was the Browns, uh, and you know the, the Deshaun Watson thing really killed me off the Browns. Uh, like, there's yeah, still a just, lot there's just... still a lot of players there that I really enjoy watching. You know, uh, Nick Chubb being the number one. I love Nick Chubb. He's awesome. The Chubb or not, as I like to call him. Uh, I have some friends that absolutely hate that nickname. That's why I continue to say call him the <laughs> Chubb or not because it's just funny to me. I'm a child. Uh, but, uh, no, nah, there's still some players there. I, I love Nick Chubb, Denzel Ward, you know, uh, David Njoku over there at tight end as well. Uh, but man, just the Deshaun Watson, it just doesn't set well with me. You know, the, that amount of money, the other stuff that he had. So I, I feel you, I feel you. Uh, and then also, uh, speaking of the NFC East, can we talk about my Eagles though? Yeah, dude, they put out a statement last night and I granted it was prime time Kirk, you know, he's like what, two and 25 or 2 and 37 now whatever it is but either way the eagles put out a damn statement last night you know the the bills did too which you know the bills put out a statement yeah but like 
Ricky, me and you, we were calling this that we thought the Titans were going to have a big fall off year, and I feel like we're seeing it right now. Mm, yeah, we're two we're, weeks we're, in, we're definitely we're seeing, seeing it. that. Yeah, and of course, and now, of course, now I think they they brought in uh, what's his name, Malik. I think his name. Yeah, they sent Malik um, in for a few plays because Ryan Tannehill just and, wasn't getting it done. Yeah, I mean, I mean, and that you know, here's here's the thing, guys. Ryan Ryan Tannehill should still be the starter. I would not put I would not put Malik I in. I would not put him in right now. Um, they've just got a lot to figure out. I mean, it's just you know they're depleted right now, uh, and but like we said before, they're gonna they're gonna fall. I mean, it's and it's gonna hurt like a sob when they do. They're gonna fall and it's gonna hurt. That's just all there yep. is to it. it. They're not gonna be any good this year. Who impressed you guys more last night, the the Eagles or or the Bills? Because they both played good teams and they both sent a damn statement. I'm gonna say the Eagles. The Bills, I, we expected this from. The Eagles, Fair. not as much. And here's the reason why. Where the Eagles were at the end of last year, when you saw them last year, they were just completely mediocre. Right now, you could honestly say, you know what, after the first two weeks, they this team might be okay. And they're going to be the only team in the NFC East who has a chance to dethrone the Cowboys. So, um, the Bills, I've seen this. I've seen this from the Bills before, <laughs> but the Bills are on a different level. They they are on a much different level than what we saw them last year. Uh, Alex, you know, you had the Bills what losing one game. I had them only losing week one against the Rams, and, and we see what happened there. Hey, and, and I mean, I, I don't know. The Bills may not lose a game this year. I mean, and I mean, but you know, but the Bills. One thing we did always say though is the Bills like to lose the teams they're not supposed to lose to, like Jacksonville, like last Jacksonville, year. and Duval. so. I could, I could see that happening, but I, I don't know. They they just they're solid. They're solid on both ends of the football. Uh, but I I will give props where props is due. Jalen Hurts uh, has has done very well for his first couple of weeks. I, I'll give him props on that. I'll be honest. Okay, Bills were the Bills. Fair. Of course, they were going to put up forty points, especially when Hassan Haskins was the leading rusher for the Titans that game. Not Derrick Henry. Yeah. Um, the Eagles, okay, I'll give them a little bit of credit. A, a, a little bit. One, you can't give them credit, really, because it was it was Kirk Cousins, as usual. You know, primetime Kurt, like you already said. Two, Eagles had a way better defense than the Vikings do. Way better defense than the Vikings do. And I don't know. I mean, three interceptions for Kirk Cousins pretty impressive but i'll have to disagree on the fact that the eagles are the only team that could dethrone the cowboys i think there's one other team that could who don't you give me that bullshit the new york giants <laughs> huh <laughs> don't you dare don't you dare point out the hypocrisy coming out of your mouth are you out of the, are you out of your mind can I say right now, I will go down on the record books stating that you are not a Cowboys fan. You are not a Cowboys fan. Here <laughs> you you know are a Cowboys fan <laughs> for going for the Eagles. <laughs> hey, I didn't say I was going for the Eagles. I didn't say I didn't say woohoo go Eagles. You're sitting here telling Eagles, you're fly. gonna sit here right now. A depleted New York Giants team is gonna is gonna dethrone and dethrone the NFC East. No, nah, it's year? gonna be Carson Wentz and the Commanders. What are you on about? <laughs> yeah, from, well, actually, you know, <laughs> he's in the top five for passing yards right now. For now, so, I mean, uh, oh, no, but God. I mean, the Giants, yes, they're depleted, but they're two and zero. They're two and zero, and they might get Odell Beckham. That there's a lot of talks right now. Dave, uh, Brian Dayball and Odell Beckham, they Facetimed. 
There, there's yep. mutual interest there. I, I, now, here's the thing. If they do get someone like Odell Beckham, then yes, I would. Uh, Jacob, in all seriousness, I, I, I somewhat agree with you. But, <laughs> He's just trying to put on a good show. Appreciate you, I'm Ricky. Trying, I'm trying. I'm trying. Man, I'm trying. I'm suffering here, man. I'm suffering, and it's just you know, it's. Hey, it's look, just, look at the bright. Look, look at me, man. I'm the worst team in my division. The Lions got me beat now, baby. I feel you guys' pain. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of, my boss is a diehard Cowboys fan as well. And when I chat with him after that week one game and Dak got hurt, the, one of the first things he said to me is, now I know what it's like to be a Bears fan. I'm like, you're fucking welcome. <laughs> welcome to the club, bud. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, but no it, that's no. always how it's been, though, for Dallas. Like, it's been like this for the last decade, it seems like. One year will be good. The following year will be shit. One year will be good. following year will be shit. It's just like an on and off switch being flipped over and over and over again. Yeah, but I mean, I could almost see, I, I think, oh gosh, I don't know if the Giants have it this year to dethrone the Cowboys for the NFC East. But they're working if there. Od if they're working there. If Odell Beckham were to come, if, they, if he were to come back, if he were to come back to the Giants, if he were to be the old Odell Beckham that we knew, then yes, I could I could legitimately say right now, Giants could win the NFC East, but he is not. But we don't know what we're going to get from him. We don't know if we're going to get Odell Beckham. That's one of the greatest players. Of course, you know we we know he's had his injuries in the NFL. We don't know what we're going to get from Odell Beckham. So, are you going to get like that, the the, the Giants hard, Odell Beckham or the Rams Odell Beckham, or are you get the Browns Odell Beckham? You know, right? And so yeah. you just you just don't know which one you're going to get. So, I mean, in some way, yes, I, I do agree with you. Uh, yes, the Giants are one of those teams. They could be a sleeper. I just don't think it's going to be this year. But like like Alex was saying, they're they're working on their way there, but not right now. <clears throat> There's a lot of teams working their way up. Shout out to the Lions getting their win on week two. Let's go. Let's go, Lions, baby. We'd love to see that. Beating Washington on that one. Uh, Lions put up a big dub there. Dolphins with that insane comeback also. That was awesome. <laughs> that, that was, was an insane. Awesome comeback. Tua just has great weapons, man, with Waddle and, and Hill. I mean, it showed, obviously, because, like, the first wide receiver duo in so many years to both get, like, 10 catches, 150 yards, and a TD, whatever. I had both of them on two separate fantasy teams, so let's go. You know, I'm rocking. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, they, they also outscored the they outscored the Ravens 28-3 to in the fourth yep. quarter, which that is unheard of for an NFL team, unless you're Tom Brady coming back down from whatever the score was to nothing. 28-3. to Yep. Which also, I saw something hilarious uh, that was just like, damn, Matt Ryan is really cursed with that number. Did you guys see about the... Um... I tried to tell you. I tried Hold to on. sit here and tell L you. L listen, we'll, 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 first off, we'll dive into that in a sec. But with the Matt Ryan thing, it was like uh, whatever touchdown he threw, I think it was after it was in week one or whatever pass completion, you know, it's like, oh, he hit so many pass completions, whatever, at this age of his career, you know? So uh, naturally it goes to the Hall of Fame, like all random balls do at all times, right? That ball was like two, it was a 283rd ball or something like that. It, it, it was marked on the ball where it's like 283 and everyone's just like, he cannot escape that number <laughs> no matter what. No, 
No, but it was, I it was for his six, uh, 60,000. Yeah, 60,000. That's what it was. Yeah. That's, it's, it's still a print. Look, Matt Ryan has been a good quarterback his entire career. I'm not knocking the guy, but I told you when we were doing the football scheduling way before week one even started, I told you that Indianapolis was going to struggle with Matt Ryan as their quarterback. It was going to happen. It was dead set on. Their <clears throat> offense cannot, they can't run the ball. They barely can pass the ball, which they, and of course, when you tie the Texans in week one, well, I knew it was going to be a bad year after that, especially when you tie a team who was completely depleted last year. And, of course, don't get me wrong, I do love Lovey Smith. I I wish him the best. But, uh, yeah, I told Indianapolis is done. They're done. They're I wouldn't done. say they're done. I wouldn't say they're done. I still think they can pull it together. The tie, that shocked me. 24-0 doesn't shock me because Duval just magically has their number. Don't know how. how is there, there's one total win in that division. One total win. Jaguars on top, baby. Let's go. Hey, hey, hey. and who, 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 <laughs> of course, I, listen, I'm not going to brag to the end of the year, but I get to brag after week two. I picked Jacksonville to win that division. Hey, I did it. I love it. I just don't see it. I love it, but we are sitting on top of the division, so let's go. Duval yep, County, yep. baby. Listen, if this year, if the New York Giants and the Jacksonville Jaguars are both on top of their division after this year, I quit. I just quit. I just do. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll hold, you th- we'll hold you to that. I'm joking. I'm never quitting. <laughs> <laughs> I quit watching football. No, I can't quit watching football. I love this shit too much. I feel that. All right. Let's hit one of the biggest storylines that came out of this uh, this weekend. We probably should have let off with this a lot sooner because this is a massive storyline. How are you guys feeling about the, what happened with uh, with Trey Lance there? Season-ending injury, that's massive. You know, he's barely played any games since 2020. 2020, one game happened to you against UCA. Uh, 2021 started two games, and the two games he played this year. Out for the year, Jimmy G's team. That puts San Fran in a very di- difficult spot, I feel like. You know, especially if Jimmy G does what Jimmy G does and just manages the game and does his thing. And let's say San Fran goes back to another NFC championship. You know, let's say they lose whatever, but God forbid they make it to a Super Bowl and lose. Because let's be honest. Let's be very, very honest here. That is totally possible. Because here's the thing. The team for San Fran is still built very well, and NFC is wide the hell open. Okay? It just is. AFC, it's wide open in the sense of there's a lot of good teams. So it's like, there's multiple teams that could get, but there is like that clear of, okay, it's looking like Buffalo or it's looking like KC. But in terms of the NFC, it's like, who is the actual favorite? You know, there is no actual favorite in the NFC right now. Not in my opinion, not, not the bucks, not the Packers, not the Eagles, not the Rams, not the Cardinals. There is no favorite. So it's like, if it's possible, San Fran could, go to the Super Bowl and probably lose. They go to the NFC Championship. That puts San Fran in a very difficult spot about what do you do after that, you know, with Trey Lance and Jimmy G. Also, shout out to Trey Lance trying to blow off some steam from losing the Bears. Go to a strip club. Shout out to that. Uh, but what was you guys' <laughs> thoughts on uh, this Trey Lance thing, Jimmy G take, coming back into the helm and everything? So, so Jacob, I'm going to compare this situation with San Francisco to something that you and I are both very, very oh, familiar okay. with. Alex will be too. He's just not a Cowboys fan. When Jerry <laughs> Jones came in, he fired a Super Bowl winning coach and Jimmy Johnson. This situation reminded me of that situation. It's like, okay, you got us to the NFC championship game. Okay, go screw yourself. We're going to start this younger quarterback now. And for what? You literally hung the quarterback out to dry. I don't care what anybody says. San Francisco, Trey Lance is injured because San Francisco put him in that situation, period. I understand athletes get injured all the time. It happens. It's, it's, it's part of the game. The game itself, of course, this is why the rules – 
changed so much in the NFL in football in general as far as trying to prevent as, as little injuries as we possibly can. But the fact of the matter is, is this, this should have been Jimmy G's in week one, Jimmy G's uh, team in week one. Now it's, his, now it's his team again. And what happens when he comes off the field? Nothing but cheers from the crowd because they're like, you know what? We, we, we kind of saw the writing on the wall with Trey Lance in week one. He didn't look very good in week one. You know what? Jimmy G, you had your surgery. You look very good. We might just do well this year. So, it, you know, I, don't, I, hate, I hate that Trey Lance got injured. I hate it for the kid. But San Francisco put him in a nearly impossible situation. San Francisco knew this was going to happen from the get-go. They knew. That's why they kept Jimmy G around. Right. They either knew that Trey Lance was going to get injured or they knew he was going to be absolute dog shit. And it just so happened to be both. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely, so. I, I definitely agree so. with the dog shit thing because, like, in my opinion, you can't sit here and lead up this entire offseason saying this is Trey Lance's team, literally telling Jimmy G, don't come to the facility. Hey, we're not going to find yep. you. We'll still pay you. Don't come because we don't want any sort of misrepresentation of whose team it is with the team. You can't go from that to keeping Jimmy G. Like, you just can't. Like, it it it, it sets bad blood all around. It sets a messy situation. San Fran, to me, has just completely fumbled the ball when it comes to this quarterback situation. And now it's going to potentially work out for the team, but how's it going to work out for the future? That's where we're still going to be in big question because at this point, especially if Jimmy G takes them back to an NFC championship game, even if they lose, doesn't matter. You still make it back. He, I mean, he's full and right to say, go fuck yourself. You know, you clearly want to go with Trey Lance. Let me go. Get me out of here. You know yep. what I mean? And then it's just like, is Trey Lance going to be the guy that gave up so much capital to move up and get him three? And then there's all these rumors and talks that Kyle Shanahan actually really wanted Mac Jones, but he was outvoted and everyone else like Trey Lance. There's all that bullshit talk coming out, which that, that talk will always come out in every situation when a team takes a bad quarterback. There's another, a guy will come out 10 years later like, yeah, I really liked him over this guy, but I was outvoted. That will always happen. You know, that's, that's people trying to blow smoke up their own ass. Um, so, like, like San Fran has just completely mishandled this situation going about it. And it's going to bite them in the ass, maybe not this year, but next year. Um, you know, now, right now, they look like geniuses for keeping Jimmy G, and they're going to potentially go on a run. I'll, I'll tell you, like, I had the San Fran going like eight and nine, and that was me being pretty generous just because there's a good team around them. Uh, now, like, I'm with Jimmy G at the helm, I'm reversing that. And I think they could, I think they could make a legitimate shot for that uh, NFC West, especially with how. You know, Arizona did did very well against Vegas. Shout out to that comeback, okay? They look like crap against KC. Rams, they're figuring it out. You know what I mean? I see a lot of memes that, you know, you you take away the Rams' top five paid players, then everyone else looks like L.A. fitness people. Fair enough. You know, I can see that. So right now, I feel like the NFC West is kind of uh, wide open for San Fran to maybe make that run. And uh, it's going to be very interesting to see as time goes on. Obviously, T's and P's to – a uh, steady recovery there. Apparently, the injury is not as severe as what Dax was, which is a that's a big win. Don't want to see anyone get hurt. Never want to see that. So I don't know. It's going to be very interesting to see how this kind of goes going forward. Well, speaking of Jimmy Garoppolo, I think I was reading reading an article somewhere uh, just just I think the day before yesterday, um, where he the reason he stayed was because Kyle Shanahan talked him into staying. Yeah. Um, and so and that's that speaks volumes of Kyle Shanahan. So in some ways. To me, it's like, you know, you were like saying, you know, Kyle Shanahan wanted to choose Mac Jones. That tells me he wanted he wants Jimmy G to be his starting quarterback. But then you've got ownership who's like, well, we got this kid named Trey Lance. And, you know, yeah, yeah, John so, Lynch I mean, probably saying that, too. 
And so, I mean, that just speaks more volumes of Kyle Shanahan than what it does the ownership to the 49ers. Yeah. No, it's going to be an interesting situation to follow uh, for the rest of the season. Uh, before we shout out a couple more games, let me catch up on chat. First off, shout out to Steve for liking the Chubber Not nickname. I'm proud of that one. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, he also <laughs> thinks that the Titans should uh, trade away Henry for some picks and do a proper rebuild, if I'm being honest. Trade him uh, to the Cowboys, baby. Not, trade not, him to the Cowboys. Not a bad we take. No, 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 Granted, I get it. We have Elliott. We're forced to stick with Elliott, but we have a great backup running back in Tony Pollard. We don't need Derrick Henry at all. Watch him run for 2,000 yards. I was going to say get rid of Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. I would take Henry over Elliott. Put put Pollard above Put him into that starting position. I I still believe Pollard would be in a better situation with Derrick Henry being there than what Ezekiel Elliott is, but that's just my opinion. It's going to make him more wide open because Pollard is not Pollard is not a power running back by any stretch of the means. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it'll just make him even better. You could go to an old Vera offense with him if you wanted to. I mean, I'm just saying – I'm not saying that's what they need to do, but I'm just saying in general, I think it'd make a per- – I think it'd be a great fit, to be honest with you. Listen, you think we gave Elliott a lot of money? Imagine the amount of money we would have to give Henry, man. Come on now. <laughs> Nah, by the time by the time it's time to give Henry hey, a lot of money, Pollard will be well and developed, and we could release him. Listen, <laughs> as Jerry Jones has said before, his hand doesn't cramp when rotten checks. Uh, Steve also true. threw out there, spoken like a true Cowboys fan. I forgot though, we dim boys, but he put it like we dim boys, you know, mocking. Uh, he also corrected Jacob when Jacob said this is how it's been for the last ten years in terms of the good one year, shit the next. He corrected Jacob by saying twenty five years. Uh, he also said, but uh, he is not going to be that old OBJ. Two surg- two knee surgeries. Read between later. the lines on that. Read between <laughs> the lines. Uh, you know he, you know the two knee surgeries later, they uh, they would be better going for Will Fuller. Uh, he says the Colts are done. He said San Fran is where they should be from the start uh, with uh, He just said going for Will Fuller? Yeah, go for it. He, he said the Giants are better for going for Will Fuller than OBJ. Uh, nothing against oh, Lance, but Jimmy G is a better gracious. quarterback this to is... try and win now. He also said Jimmy G to the Cowboys. <laughs> that was talk. That was <laughs> yeah, talks, it was too. Talks. Uh, Tyler well, says that Dallas doesn't need a running back because they can't even use Zeke right. Henry need to oh, go to Chicago or Zeke somebody sucks. with a decent line. Chicago, I, I mean. Who said that? Who Tyler, said that? Tyler. Tyler. Zip it. Just zip it. <laughs> zip it. Yeah, zip it. Is there a way for me to ban him from my, from my area? Is there a way for me to ban him? <laughs> they don't use Zeke right. Come on, man. Well, as of now, technically, if you comment in the chat, he could ban you because he's a mod and I haven't modded you yet. I'll mod you, unmod Ooh. him, and then you can ban him. There you go. Right what? between the lines, Tyler. I dare you to ban me. <laughs> <laughs> Also, you know, Tyler's saying this, but I also want to give Tyler some shit, you know, because we were talking about the Bills and how dominant they are. Tyler's not a true fan of any team. I want that record to be known because he hopes and wants the Bills to be bad because he says he's not used to his team being good, so he wants them to be bad. He actively does not want them to win. And I'm just like, as a fan over here who has suffered throughout my entire fanhood as a Chicago Bears fan except for three fucking seasons – that upsets me greatly, where it's just like, enjoy what you have, you, you ungrateful son of a bitch. <laughs> but he wants the, the Bills to be bad. He wants Penn State to be bad. Like, he's not a true fan of anything. Some uh, folks don't like change. That's true. Tyler's doesn't want change. 
It's coming too damn quick. It is oh, not I, coming too damn quick. You've had Alex, the buildup. <laughs> Alex, I had a burn for Tyler, but I can't say it on the air. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> okay, okay. I okay. can't do it. Just put I it in the Discord. It. Yeah, just put it in the Discord. <laughs> put it in, in the Sparky 3 official Discord, the football chat. Bills, Jets, Browns, and Jags should be bad forever. Now, you need to relax, sir. Jets, whoa, yes. Whoa, whoa, Browns, whoa, whoa. yes, Three they deserve teams it. Won this week, though. Come on, man. Give them the credit. <laughs> give them credit. Let, give, I mean, give Jags a little love. You know, we start as a brand new franchise and go to the AFC Championship within five years. Like we just suck now because Tony Khan's an idiot. You know, but you know, Jets and Browns, I'm, I'm with you hey, on that hey, one. Hey, <laughs> money talks to the Khan family, man. Money talks. That's true. That's true. Just hey, look at how w. much money they gave Christian Kirk. Hey. <laughs> You know, I still think that he was overpaid, but, you know, that that deal, even though he was overpaid and obviously kind of reset the wide receiver market, yep. I don't think it was necessarily a terrible deal because it's giving Jacksonville something very important. It gives them, like, a surefire, like, you know, mm -hmm. you know seven to ten catch guy, and, yep. and we're seeing that. And that's what that's – what, yep. I'm not expecting him to be Justin Jefferson. You know, I'm not – I never expect – but I expect him to just go out there and make some catches and move the sticks, move the sticks, and, and he's doing that. So I'm cool with that signing. I was cool with that at the time, even though I did think it was overpaid, but we had the money for it. Um, and, hey, if it's working out where we're just getting first downs and we're moving the ball, I'm, I, let's rock with it. I'm, I'm, I'm here exactly. for it. Exactly. Yep. Him, him and Evan Ingram, man, they are a one-two combo I'm for, here for uh, Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. I'm, now, only if Etienne uh, would start stepping up, I would love that because he's also on one of my fantasy teams. Eh. But he's not doing much. But, you know, we got Kirk, we got Ingram, Marvin Jones for some checkdowns every once in a while. So we got stuff working, but Etienne uh, not seeing that connection at the moment. James Robinson's been doing pretty good. So, yeah. I mean, that doesn't, that doesn't surprise me that ETN's not getting as many touches. Which I still don't think we ever should have drafted ETN in the first turn anyway, but that was Urban Meyer, so it didn't shock me. You know, it's Urban, it's Urban Meyer. Which also shout out to everyone no, in college no who, comment. who wants Urban Meyer, like Nebraska fans, like, oh, we want Urban Meyer. I'm like, do you, though? Like, you know, I get he was a great college no, coach. Put, but... put him in college. Yeah, put him at any college university. He'll do great. He just was I not agree. made for the NFL. No. No. That was one of the biggest train wrecks not. I've ever seen. And it was just so much pain, so much pain every single week. It's hard to be a Nick Saban and have success in both college and NFL. It's it's really hard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so let's see. Looking at the NFL games, the only other one that I kind of want to shout something out on, because uh, it looks like we've kind of, well, you know, Casey in uh, L.A., that was a great game. Enjoyed watching that one. Uh, you know, the, the rib injury to, to Herbert sucks, but, you know, I think that hopefully they'll bounce back. But the only one that I want to chat about is uh, Texans and Broncos because what the hell is going on in Denver, man? Like, I feel like Nathaniel Hackett is just like uh, he's, not, he's not figuring it out or something. I mean, there was one particular play. They didn't have a damn punt returner on the field. They had to call. They had to waste the timeout because they were all lined up for punt position. Other You know, Texans are about to punt. They didn't have a damn punt returner on the field. Like, what is going on in Denver, man? Like, Russ is not cooking, you know, uh, 14 for 31, 219, one TD. Weeks, I tried to tell y'all weeks ago, Russell Wilson is not that guy anymore. He hasn't been for a long time, even going to a brand new team. I told you and I told Shade, that is a 250 million, whatever the heck it is they decided to I pay him, remember. was a huge mistake. And having – Russell Wilson's not that guy. He's just not. I hope he proves me wrong. But week one and week two, lost to Seattle to Still a Geno Smith me. quarterback Still who had me. never – who had never in his entire career 
started in week one until he beat Russell Wilson on Seattle's field. And then what happened? Seattle gets depleted the very which Geno Geno played okay. He didn't have he didn't have the downfield passes like he did in week one. But then you look at Russell Wilson. He's the same Russell Wilson we've seen for the last couple of years. Right. Gino grabbing some cheek there at the end of the game, too. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some sugar, baby. Yeah, grab some uh, cheese. Uh, a big cheek, man. This is this is what happens when you give so much talent to a coach who has never coached in the NFL uh, as a head coach. Yeah, has coach. never and, coached. and as a play caller. He wasn't the play caller yes. in Green Bay. Exactly. I think it's 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 giving him too much sugar at once. Way well, too think, much. Well, I think one of the things, Jacob, that they were counting on when Nathaniel Hackett came was that they were going to get Aaron Rodgers. I think yeah. that was get. I think that was Plan yep. A was Aaron Rodgers. Because if Aaron Rodgers were there, we're talking about a totally different playmaker. True. We're talking about a totally different. We're talking about a totally different set. So Nathaniel Hackett, that's what he's he's used to an Aaron Rodgers type quarterback, and instead he's just kind of dropping the ball just a little bit, and it's going to take them a while to figure out which. Here's the thing. In the NFL, you're going to win. You're going to win when you're not supposed to. You're going to lose when you're not supposed to. It's just, it's just part of it. But the fact is, we have seen no improvement between week one and week two when it came to the Denver Broncos. And it's the same thing I said weeks ago. Russell Wilson's just not the guy anymore. I don't understand why everybody sees Russell Wilson as this great quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. He's just not. It's He's not the answer. Now you paid him all this money, and instead of going out and getting talent to surround somebody, you've got, you've got to stick with him. And he had the same QBR as the quarterback you had last year. Right. It's like, it's come on. No, the, the, the Denver Broncos – have done exactly what the Denver Broncos have continued to do for many, many years. They've stuck to mediocrity, and they've sunk it even worse. And guess what? They're going to fall even worse. They're going to have a worse record than the <laughs> Chicago Bears by the end of the season. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. <laughs> I'll put money on it right now. Denver's not only going to be last in their division, they may be last in the I, I definitely, I definitely the agree. By too long. I definitely agree they're going to be last in the division. I, I had that come into this year. I think it's good. I still think uh, – L, you know, LA can be number one, KC two, and that'd be very, very, very close. And then Vegas be three. All three of those making it to the playoffs. Vegas barely squeaking in though, as like the seventh seed. Uh, but that, that's my take on the AFC West. Yeah, Vegas' defense can't give up what they did against uh, the other true. night against Kyler Murray. They can't do that. Yeah. That See, was, that was this wild. might be a hot take and a half right here, but I think this Denver Broncos team would be better than they are now. If they would have kept Teddy Bridgewater. Yes, as a I agree. Hmm. Yes, I agree. He would have been perfect for this. No, instead you're going to choose. I mean, even except that's the thing. Even Teddy Bridgewater, I mean, he was one of those guys who never really got that legitimate shot. It was more of here's here's a little bit of leftover. Let's just see what you do with this. But when our starter comes back, you suck. We're going to kick you out no matter where, yeah. where you decide to go to. So, no, yeah, I agree. That's not a hot take for me at all. I've, I said it before. Russell Wilson's a mediocre quarterback. It's plain and simple. He's proven it. I, I respect the fact that he won a Super Bowl. Should have won two of them. He should have. Uh, One million but, percent. I mean, 
But I mean, instead of handing it to instead of handing it to your uh, to the, one of the best running backs we've seen in the NFL in a long time in Marshawn Lynch, Pete Carroll says, "Why don't you just pass the ball in that 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 packed up middle right there?" Make no sense to me whatsoever. But yes, that to me that's that's perfect, Jacob. That is perfectly well said, done. Terry Bridgewater goes back to the Denver Broncos right now. Get rid of Russell Wilson. It's over. Done. Said Hell, and done. Over honestly, with. even give me Drew Locke over Russell Wilson at this point. Yes, because it's. Drew Locke, Drew Locke had the same QBR rating as what Russell Wilson did last season. The same QBR. It was like 86 point something, which is not great, but it's still, it's, but at least Drew Locke can, you know, he can actually play a true quarterback position other than like Russell Wilson. I mean, I just, I just, I don't understand it. I don't understand why they gave him all the money. I understand he's a big name, but he's not a big player. That's just all there is to it. Those are some interesting takes. I'm here for it. I like it. I like They're it. They're better <laughs> off. Hey, here, I'm going to go on record saying that they'd have been better off with Tim Tebow than what they would with Woo! Russell Wilson. Let's I calm can't down Tim on that Tebow. one. Let's calm down on well, that Tebow one. Tebow did take him to the playoffs. Yeah, so I know. Yeah, and he, he won a playoff Tebow game. But he also had like 46% completion in his career. So, I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Steve, no, no, no. Steve, they, they wouldn't, they wouldn't bring guys, him on though. as a quarterback. They'd bring him on as a tight end. Oh, right, right, right. right. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotcha. See, see, see. Jacob gets where I'm coming with <laughs> yeah, this. That, the, are you guys even to the point where you're going to think that like that Kendall Hinton, whatever, that started a quarterback and emerged a quarterback last year, they're better off with him too? <laughs> yeah. The replacement is time. It's time to get the movie The Replacements going. Replace oh, everybody go. from the Denver Broncos. Just replace them all. Or if they had a running back like Henry, Steve said. Steve also agrees with you guys on Teddy Bridgewater. Tied in 100%. Uh, Tyler also said earlier, two weeks I'll have to defend myself like Floyd, uh, Floyd Money Mayweather and explain why I don't want Buffalo or Penn State to actually win something. Tyler, just shut the fuck up. You're not a Please, true fan. Turn, Tyler, in, turn, in, turn in your, car, your fan card for every team. I don't want to hear Tyler, sports out of your mouth ever again. Tyler, I've had a headache for three straight days, man, and you're just making it even worse. You're making it even worse, man. I don't understand this. I don't understand. Why do you want to suffer? Do you see what me and Jacob have to go through year in, year out? Or and me? Suffer with the Dallas Cowboys and Alex with the Chicago Bears? Why, do, why, do we, why are we fans of shitty teams, people? Why? Why? Why can't we just get one playoff win? One Super Bowl, please? Why? <laughs> Oh, man. He also then went on another, you know, Davis Mills rant. I deleted one of the messages because I just I don't want that in the chat. Uh, <laughs> I have some BC cherry that you can have. All right. There you go. <laughs> There's your BC cherry right there. Tyler. there you go, BC cherry right there. All right. Just, yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Uh, all right. Any other games that I missed? Are we good? Are we ready to hit picks now? Tampa Bay, New Orleans. We didn't talk. We didn't talk about Tampa Bay, yeah. New Orleans. But who gives a shit? Yeah. <laughs> who cares? Who cares? All right. Let's look. Let's look at. Uh, let's look at standings real quick uh, for NFL. Tyler is on top, and he and he's really trying to flaunt that. But I mean, I'm letting him have his moment before I have Zach curse him. Or if he continues to really flaunt it and throw some uh, long neck stuff, I'll just change all of his picks and make him go, you know, winless. <laughs> I mean, I have the power to do that. So I mean, test me, Tyler. Put long neck in that yes. chat one more time and see what happens to you on the leaderboard, my friend. But no, he is at the top right now, 32-13. 
Uh, Steve coming in second at 28-17. Then we have multiple people, including uh, myself, uh, Ricky, and Shane, all at 27-18. Jacob, you're at 25-20. Brady at 22-23, and 23, and I'm not even counting the other guy anymore because, you know, he didn't put the picks in. So, obviously, he's last. So, my guy Brady coming in dead last right now. That's uh, That's unfortunate. Um, so that is for college football standings. Let's go ahead and start hitting some picks here as well, which I do have some music that I can play like the old days. All I did was take the uh, stream starting music and just threw it on the board here. I don't think you guys can hear it, but I can, and I guess that's what matters. But so can the other people, and that's also what matters <laughs> is that other people can hear it. All right, so I'm hitting the music. You know, we can get through some picks here. Let me pull them up. Uh, we got we got more games this week than normal. Uh, we're going away from the 15-pick formula. I've actually got 20 games. Uh, I just threw on some extra, just kind of rounded off here. But we got some pretty good games this week. I'm really excited for it. So let's start going down the list. Starting off with Coastal Carolina and Georgia State. The undefeated Coastal Carolina versus the completely defeated Georgia State. But this is a very close line right now. It's you know, Georgia State plus two and a half. And Georgia State is even favored on the ESPN Power Index with like a 53% chance to win. Pretty, you know, Georgia State may be undefe- you know, may be defeated, yes, but it's been some, you know, look at look at their losses. So, who you guys got in this one? Um, Georgia State just lost to Charlotte. That's a really, really bad loss. Like that's 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 terrible. That's that that's that's really, yeah, that's really not very good at all. Coastal Carolina is not the team that, 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 that they had that they have been. Um, We've seen them, you know, we've seen them, of course, they squeak by Army, um, Gardner-Webb, and Buffalo. They really haven't had a tough schedule. Would not surprise me if Georgia State wins this football game, though. It, just, it, it wouldn't just, surprise it just would me not surprise way. me yeah. one bit. Um, I'm going to roll the dice and say Georgia State gets their first win. Okay. I'm going to go. rock Coastal Carolina. I like it. I like what I like it. Let's go, Panthers. I picked this game for a reason to be on the docket. I think Coastal Carolina is going to be knocked down a few pegs. Nice. All right. Next up, uh, West Virginia hitting up Virginia Tech. West Virginia has had some moments of flashes. They haven't looked super great. Virginia Tech is – they're working on it. How are we feeling about this one, this uh, little rivalry coming back? West Virginia hasn't played the Virginia team in quite some time, so this is nice to see. Yeah, Virginia Tech, they, you know, they have that one loss to Old Dominion that still hangs, you know, this really still hangs in the balance. And, of course, West Virginia, you know, losing to Kansas, which, you know, we you know Kansas is just, you know, really giving us a uh, just a really just a throw around. I'm not used to Kansas being undefeated starting off the year. 2007 but, uh, to, Jayhawks, to me right baby. now, To me right now, I think, I, th- I think West Virginia right now is the better team. I'm going to say West Virginia. I'm going Mountaineers, yep. Yep, let's go Mountaineers. And since we chat about it, Duke and Kansas, let's go Jayhawks, baby. We are not the same Jayhawks. Let's go. I'm going to ride with this team all year long. I always pick out one random team that I just kind of ride with, and this is going to be my team this year. Last year, I think it was Virginia and someone else, but I don't remember who. But this year, it's going to be Kansas. Let's go. Usually, I ride with Duke because uh, – when was this? I think it was – was it two or three, three years ago, maybe four years ago, when they played in the ACC championship game? Um, it just out, they just came, it, it just came out of nowhere. But um, I, I think Kansas wins this game. <laughs> Duke has usually had Kansas's number in basketball, and I think they will have their number in football. Blue Devils oh, is going to okay. win this one. Ooh, okay, that's All respectable. Right. That's respectable. Next up, Minnesota and Michigan State. How we feeling, boys? Michigan State, I mean, they had one bad game. They're back at home this week. Uh, Minnesota, 
there you know we you never really know when it comes to Minnesota. That's true. You never know. Um, and that's that's the thing. I hate picking Minnesota games. It's the same with Notre Dame. I pick Notre Dame to win, they lose. I pick Notre Dame to lose, they win. Um, that's how I felt about Chicago last year. Right, right. Uh, I see. I'm, I'm gonna go with Michigan State. I think Michigan State rebounds this week. I love Tanner Morgan, the quarterback for Minnesota. I absolutely love his field general mindset, and I love his arm. I think that Minnesota, yeah, they're having a little bit of an off year maybe this year. A few years ago, they they made it to the Big Ten Championship. They were ranked yep. pretty high that year. I think they're going to get back there this year. I don't think they're going to be quite highly ranked, but I think they will be in the top 25 by the end of this year. I'm going with Minnesota in this game. So first thought, best thought. Let's rock with the Golden Gophers. That's, that's just what my gut's telling me on this one. Uh, James Madison at Appalachian State. Give me the Mountaineers, baby. They're riding a high right now. They are riding a high. Beating Texas A&M, getting that insane com- comeback. They're riding a high. They're going to keep riding it. Yeah, I think that James Madison, I think, has only beaten Appalachian State uh, four times ever in the history in the history of these programs. James Madison has not been tested yet. Appalachian State's been tested uh, every game that they've played. Uh, but Mountaineers, they're at home. Uh, give give me another Hail Mary for the win. Write me down right now for Appalachian State going undefeated the rest of the year. Appalachian Ooh. State wins this one. I like that. Wisconsin at Ohio State. Buckeyes. <laughs> this, this isn't going to be a ball game. Uh, I just, you know, Wisconsin, oh, they're so horrible. It's It's just not even funny. I'd be surprised if they scored 10 points in this game, to be honest with you. I mean, look what Toledo did. I mean, I understand that, but but Wisconsin, Wisconsin's not a high-powered offense like Toledo is. Wisconsin has let me just run the ball down your throat the entire ball game. First, second, third, and how about fourth down two? Well, just for the help, for just shits and giggles. So no, I don't. I don't think Wisconsin's going to be able to do to Ohio State. I don't think they're going to score. I don't. I'll just put it this way: I say less than 14 points. Uh, that, that Wisconsin okay. scores against Ohio State. Ohio State blowout win. Ooh, boy. One thing, you know, being a Big Ten fan in Ohio State is the fact that you never, ever, ever count any Big Ten team out from winning against another Big Ten team. Oh, well, we saw that a because, lot last year. Exactly. Wisconsin could very well win this game. It could be one of these games where Ohio State just does not show up. Could be a trap game. And Wisconsin, very true. Yes, that is exactly. very true. You've seen it happen to Ohio State with Indiana. You've seen it happen to Ohio State with Northwestern. You've seen it happen to them with Iowa in the, in the Illinois past and Penn State last Illinois, year. Yep. Um, yep. I, Iowa and the Purdue. Purdue was one year. I can't remember what year it was. Purdue, yeah, Purdue and, was and Iowa last year when Iowa was number three. But with that being said, I still think the Buckeyes are going to this win this one pretty handily by about 35 points. There you go. Next up, <laughs> Oregon at Washington State. With the statement that Oregon sent, my gut makes my – I know I literally just said first thought, best thought. But, like, I don't know, man. I really like Cameron Ward at Washington State. I really do. How are you guys feeling on this one? I mean, I, I feel – you know, I feel the same way that you do uh, as, as far as Washington State goes. Uh, you know, it's 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 good to see that, you know, Washington State is not really – the. I think both Washington teams – I don't even think – I think they were both sub-500 teams last season. So, the fact that they're getting – um, you know, so, you know, they're getting, you know, some good, you know, good, they're playing good football again and everything like that. And of course it was, uh, what I believe it was Washington state. Yes. That, that, uh, ended up being Wisconsin a couple of weeks ago. Um, Oregon, I don't know. 
just gonna be honest with you. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna ride the ducks on this one. Okay. <sighs> Going into this season, I had Washington State only losing two games this year. And uh, one of them was going to be to Washington. The other one, USC. I don't see them losing to the Ducks. It, 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 my mind has not changed from that point to this point. Cougars will come out on top, whether it be... Uh, it's going to be a close game. I'd say maybe three points. Lock me in with the Cougars. Let's go. At home of Inshu Mania. Let's go. Washington State. <laughs> Washington State Cougars. God. Let's get it. <laughs> Minshew Mania is ready to run wild, brother. <laughs> Uh, All right, next up, Notre Dame at North Carolina. Uh, look, my stance on this is pretty straightforward. I have not seen anything impressive out of Notre Dame. I have seen it besides their defense. That's the only thing that I saw impressive in that week one. Other than that, I've seen nothing impressive about this team. I really like this this uh, true freshman quarterback at North Carolina, uh, Drake May. I'm a big fan of him. Let's rock with uh, Mac Brown and the Tar Heels. Rocking with it. Yeah, I've I've got the Tar Heels in this one, in this one too. Uh, Notre Dame does not have an offense whatsoever. Yeah, North Carolina, they're all, they've their recent uh, history have always been a uh, quarterback camp. They always produce great quarterbacks, college football quarterbacks. And Notre Dame doesn't have a defense that can withstand a passing game like North Carolina. Tar Heels are winning this one. Next, uh, Baylor and Iowa State. I think this is going to be a pretty good game. I'm actually, this is one of the ones I'm looking forward to watching this weekend. How are you guys feeling on it? Yeah, uh, Iowa State, I think right now, I think we could say Iowa State has the better defense right now. Um, and Iowa, I see here, I'm trying to think of who, let me look and see who Iowa State has played. So I know who Baylor's played so far. Iowa just uh, played Iowa last, Iowa State played Iowa last week. I don't remember who they played week one. Yeah, no, well, they play, well it's, let's see. Week one was Southeast Missouri State. No, no surprise there. Uh, they did play Ohio last week, so they, they kind of had a they kind of had a week off compared to what uh, Baylor did. Um, yeah, I, I like I said, I think Iowa State's actually favored in this game. They are. Um, I think Baylor just to me when they lost to BYU, they they kind of that, that's a real big setback for them. Right. Um, which which kind of I think they're going to be a little depleted. They're going to be banged up. Um, I'm, I'm gonna take the Cyclones. I'm gonna take Iowa State. I think I'm feeling Baylor on this one. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna bounce back. Keep rocking. Yeah, yeah. Baylor's gonna win this one. Uh, TCU and SMU. Another another game like this line is dead ass even right now. I think so. This is another one that might be interesting to watch. I think I'm gonna rock with SMU on this one. I like I like the play that I've seen out of them more than I do what I've seen out of TCU. Yeah, t you know, TCU hasn't been the same in a long time. True. I mean, I, I just, you know, they, they need to really build back, back up uh, with their program. So give, give me the Methodist to win this one. Oh, man. I'm just going to go out on a whim here. I'm just going to guess on this one. It's probably going to be TCU that wins this. I love SMU. I love what, uh, what they did last year and the year before, but TCU is going to win this one. Arkansas and Texas A&M, Southwest Classic. So, um, one thing the Aggies have really not done very well at all is moving the ball offensively. They have not done a very good job. They don't score. Are they going to score against Arkansas? A little bit. Um, but I just, I feel like Arkansas's running game, they're going to do the same thing that they, they've been doing. Uh, give me the Razorbacks to win this game. Okay. I think I'll rock with Arkansas as well. 
Oh, there's going to be a lot of people that hates me, but I'm going with the Aggies for this one. And, uh, you know, you can take and that up next and week. And, and, and your reasoning, sir? <laughs> well, <laughs> for one, that Texas A&M. That's a very, very hard place to play. Very no, they're not playing play. at Texas A&M, sir. They're playing in Dallas Cowboy Stadium like they have for the past Yeah, but it's, st- it's so. still a home game. It's still a home game, in my opinion. It's, it's in still Texas. a home game. It's in Texas. I think a home game. the resume. I mean, yeah, Texas A&M lost to App State, but they beat Miami last week, which is a pretty good win. And Arkansas doesn't really have a signature win yet. Cincinnati's not I'll a take signature the win. Cincinnati's not a signature win for you. Not with the amount of people they lost in the offseason, no. That's a fair but argument, they still, though. That, but they still look they still look pretty good. I just, you know, I just like I just all right. Ricky's very upset. Want to be wrong? You want to be wrong? Go right ahead, sir. Now next week against Alabama, that's a different story. All right. Next week against Alabama, that's a different story. Okay. But Texas A&M, you got oh boy, Lord have mercy. That's okay. Buffalo at Eastern Michigan. Give me the Eagles, baby. Fuck you, Wisconsin beats Ohio State. I'm sorry. What was the next game? Buffalo at Eastern Michigan. Give me the Eagles. Both these Mac teams game. are sorry. Both these teams are sorry, but Eastern Michigan wins this game. Eastern Michigan just got that dub on Arizona State that got Herm Edwards fired. <laughs> yeah. Arizona, Arizona State's the Vanderbilt of the Pac-12. They're horrible. <laughs> Buffalo really. The Buffalo's only lost one game by more than a one score. Buffalo is such a good team, but they're 0-3. I think they're probably one of the better 0-3 teams in the country. Like Georgia State. Yep. I'm taking Buffalo on this one. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. So, Ricky, who'd you say you were picking? Eastern Michigan. Okay. Okay. Uh, Texas at Texas Tech. I want to pick Texas Tech, but I don't know. A safer pick is obviously Texas. Yeah. Corner I mean, Texas safe, is the, back. The, the safer pick is definitely Texas. Uh, Texas Tech, that, of course, they lost last week. Ah, uh, yeah, I I hate Texas. I hate them so much. But this isn't about feelings. <laughs> this is about who I think is going to win the game. Uh, give me Texas. Yeah, Texas has a better resume. That that loss on their on their record is way more impressive than the loss that Texas Tech has had against NC State. Give me Texas. I'm gonna go with Texas, but it will not shock me if Tech wins. Uh, Clemson root, at I'm, Wake Forest. I'm still root, I'm still root for Texas Tech to win. Yeah, Clemson at Wake Forest. Clemson has not impressed me one bit. True. They, have, they really have not impressed me at all. Look, I've been riding the high of Wake Forest and Sam Hartman all along, so let's rock with it. Wake Forest is going to get this dub and prove to the world that Clemson is overrated as shit. I think they're going to prove that Clemson's overrated, but I think Clemson wins this game. That's a fair point, though. I, I'm not, not saying it's a fair point. Okay, I, I, okay. I, I, listen, I, I want to pick Wake Forest to win this game. I, I really do. But when it comes to the when it comes to the, when it comes to football, yes, offense wins games, defense wins championships. But in a conference game like this, you're you're on the road, you're in an environment, you're, you're going to be in a different you know a different environment, obviously. But at the very end of the day, I trust Clips' defense way more than I do Wake Forest's defense. That's a fair point. 
a few weeks ago, uh, Vanderbilt was undefeated going into the week, and I picked them for a betting line for Vanderbilt to win, and they lost to Wake Forest. They didn't just lose. They got trashed against Wake Forest. My, my, my whole, like, way of thinking is since Wake Forest did that to me, I got to pick Wake Forest now. I have to pick Wake Forest. Love to see it. Well, you, I, in all fairness, you did pick Vanderbilt to lose last week. <laughs> that is true. Yep. All right. Las Vegas at Utah State. Utah State is. They, they, I don't they, know they what's going on. They have fallen off. I don't off. know what's Goodness. going on. I mean, Blake Anderson's obviously got a lot going on, you know, clearly, you know, with, with what's happening in his uh, personal life. Uh, but still, like, they have fallen off, man. Vegas isn't much better, but I think Vegas wins this game. I'm going I'm to continue to rock with Utah State. Let's go. UNLV. Okay. That's who I'm rocking with. Next up, uh, Weber State at UC Davis. Two pretty decent, you know, FCS schools. They're not fantastic, but they're not bad. How are we feeling on this one? Hmm. I would be. I would have to do a coin flip with this one. Um, are any of them ranked right now? I think Weber State was. UC Davis might be at the bottom of uh, the top twenty-five. I don't remember for sure though. Yeah, I would. I would have to. Uh, Weber State. Uh, yeah, let's 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 ride with Weber State in this game. Weber State is ranked twelfth. UC Davis is not ranked at all. Okay, there you go. So I'm rocking Weber State for that. Yeah, so some past games that they had, UC Davis, uh, their losses this year is they lost to Cal Week One, 34-13, which I know Cal's not great, but at the end of the day, it is D, you know, FBS talent versus FCS talent. So you know, you you get it, you know, it make it does make sense. Then they lost 24-22 to South Dakota State, very close loss. Can't really fault them a whole lot for that. Played a good game. Then they blew the doors off San Diego, who stinks. So that makes sense. And you look at Weber State. Uh, you know, they their their three wins, their three and zero oh, is two very dominating wins versus FCS schools. Cool, and then they also beat Utah State, thirty five to seven. So that's a pretty convincing winning over an FBS school. Uh, I like, like I said, I like Weber State in this one. Uh, all right, next the last one before we get to our game of the weeks: Western Michigan at San Jose State. Uh, give me the Spartans, led by former Hawaii quarterback Chavon. Uh, Yeah, um, let's see here. Western Michigan, I think they've played two ranked teams so far. Um, Defensively, they've been okay. Um, San Jose State, I believe they're one and one. Yeah, they lost to Auburn um, a couple of weeks ago, and Auburn just wasn't that great. Um, But they did play okay. Uh, Give me San Jose State. I'll I'll take the Spartans. Like it. I'm rocking with the Western Michigan team like it i like it all right fcs game of the week it's a no-brainer honest to god it is a no-brainer south dakota state at missouri state two of the best teams in the fcs three and four respectively going head to head or two and is it two and four yeah no south dakota state is it two or are they two either way two top five teams going head to head this is a no-brainer i think i'm gonna rock the jackrabbits on this one 
Yeah, uh, J Jacob, so I, I feel your pain when it comes to getting screwed by some certain teams. And I, I rode with South Dakota State to beat Iowa in week one, and obviously their offense was depleted. <laughs> a lot of it had to do with uh, their, their tight end, Tucker Kraft, who is still – he's still out. He's going to be out for a while. Uh, Missouri State, they have every right to come in hyped up uh, uh, from this game. The one thing that's going to determine this game is if Missouri State could stop South Dakota's run game, which I don't think they're going to be able to do. I'm going to go with South Dakota State. Would not shock me, though, if Missouri State wins. Won't shock me either way who wins here, honestly. Yeah, I'm rolling with Missouri State after after that fantastic game they played against Arkansas last week that yeah. they should have won. I'll be honest, they should have won that. All right, next up, FBS game of the week. Uh, this week we got it lined up with Florida at Tennessee. Give me the Vols on this one, man. I'm just not impressed with that Florida uh, offense. They played great against Utah, yeah, but have just fallen off the face of the planet since, especially against a terrible South Florida team. Give me the Vols on this one. I, I like this Vols team a lot. Yeah, usually you could throw record books out when it comes when it comes to this game because usually Florida has dom usually Florida has dominated this series over the years, even with some of the good teams that Tennessee had, some of the terrible teams that Florida's had, and vice versa. However, this Florida team is not very good at all. Give me the Vols. Yep, I have to agree with both of you. Let's go Vols. All right, and finishing things off in beautiful fashion, we have the terrible game of the week let's go baby hawaii at new mexico state two of the worst teams in fbs give me the warriors go bows so let's see the bows got their first win last week against the With no passing touchdowns here we go <laughs> we're shackling ourselves we're holding back for everyone we don't want to unleash this power Led by, you know, led by like, you know, who could arguably be like the Brett Favre of college football. Oh, hey, look, man, Timmy Chang, man, before uh, whoever passed him, Case Keenum, he was number one in FBS in yards. But on the flip side, he was also number one in FBS in career interceptions. He's the Brett Favre of college football, baby. Let's go. Thank <laughs> you, New Mexico State. Oh, man, come on. Now, I can't, I'm not picking Hawaii two weeks in a row. It's not going to happen. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, looking at New Mexico State's uh, where they played last. I mean, they've they, be, they played two Big Ten teams and lost handedly. So, screw it. And off, that's hang like, on. That's like New Mexico State. I'll oh, take them. On, I'll take them. In all State. fairness, on, in all fairness, Hawaii did lose handily to Vanderbilt. Wow. Are you putting Vanderbilt up there with, with Minnesota and Wisconsin? Relax. I'm for sure not. Relax. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's hop over to the NFL. Uh, Tyler's on the top of this one as well, 19-13. Steve at 18-14. Jacob, you're 17-15. Uh, Ricky, 16-16. Me, Brady, and Shane, all 14 and 18. And then Iggy, who, for the record, is not missing picks. He's submitting his picks. He's just... He's bad. I'm sorry, Iggy. I love you, guy. I love you, but you're eight and twenty-four. Like, what? What are we doing? I love you, my guy, but you're gonna have a climb. Let's to put it lightly, you're gonna have a climb. All right, let's let's run through some NFL picks. Get out of here because I'm hungry. All right, starting things off Thursday night football. Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Pittsburgh came off that loss that uh, to New England. Cleveland obviously had their loss uh, with Brownie the Elf on the field losing the Jets in hilarious fashion. I think I'm going to rock with the Steelers. Unless I think the Steelers and Mike Tomlin still get the Browns number. 
I disagree. I've got Cleveland. Okay. Yeah, I got Cleveland too. Uh, next up, uh, Las Vegas and Tennessee. Both teams 0-2. Tennessee's not showing me shit. Vegas at least showed me a little something, even though their defense let stuff up. The bottom line is Vegas is a better offense, so give me Vegas on this one. Yeah, and I'm, 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 I'm really kind of surprised Vegas started off 0-2. That just – I did not see that happening whatsoever. Uh, they will not start 0-3. They'll beat Tennessee. Okay. We're going to say the exact opposite. Tennessee will not start 0-3. Tennessee's winning this one. Okay. Okay. Cincinnati and the Jets. Uh, the Jets are not winning this game. Uh, since Cincinnati, as terrible as they are, uh, if, the, if they start 0-3, you might as well fire the coach and, you know, get rid of Joe Burrow. Whoa! <laughs> I think he's just Whoa. plugging that because I think he's trying to get Joe Burrow down in Dallas. No. 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 Another glass quarterback. Congratulations. <laughs> Hey, hey, at least he made it to the Super Bowl his second season. Goodness gracious. I want to pick the Jets here so bad. Well, how about this? How about I I do mine first and you do yours? J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. They beat the Bengals last year. They're going to beat the Bengals again. Bengals got to figure their shit out. Bengals are starting 0-3. Jets led by Super Bowl MVP, who actually won one, unlike Burrow. Joe Flacco is getting this dub. Let's go, Jets. <laughs> Holy shit, that was really hype. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, why? Why? I mean, why? If, 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 if anybody knows how the Jets can be in the regular season, it is a Dallas fan, considering we lost to them. Considering we lost to Sam Darnold. I'm picking the Jets. Why did you have to remind me of that painful loss, man? I saw ghosts on the He saw ghosts on the He saw ghosts, my guy. All right, you next up. Remind me is the, the pain, the misery. <laughs> Life of Cowboys fan. Next up, a, a phenomenal game. Buffalo and Miami. Look, man, at this point, I'm not betting against the Bills. The Bills are the Bills. Give me the Bills. It's going to be a good game, but give me the Bills. Yeah, I like the comeback Miami had the other day, but... Right, right now, Buffalo is just on a – they're on a different planet right now with the way that they're playing. Um, and Buffalo's defense is way better than Miami's defense is right now. Um, would not shock me if Miami did – if they did split the series. But right now, no, I'm, I'm sticking with Buffalo. They will split the series, but it won't be it'll be one. the away teams that win this. Okay. Buffalo wins this one. Philadelphia and Washington, give me the Eagles. Yeah, yeah, give me the Eagles. They've been a little bit more consistent the past couple of weeks. I know this is the NFL and anything can happen in the NFL, but right right now the Eagles are the better team. Yeah, I threw out a statistic earlier today that Carson Wentz, I think, is either number two or number three in the passing yards yeah. for the uh, for the league. Give me Washington. Ooh, spicy. I like it. I like it. KC and Indy. Give me KC. No brainer. KC. Yeah. yeah. Houston <laughs> at Chicago. Uh, Houston. Man. I, I'm going to ride with Chicago. You know what? You know what? Even though I'm a Bears fan, I'm riding with Houston. Let's for, go. For this reason alone. <laughs> I have one reason. I want that beautiful, gray-bearded bastard, Lovey Smith, to walk back into Soldier Field and give them the biggest middle finger because he never should have been fired. Because after that, we got Mark Trestman. I'm still pissed about that. Give me Houston and Lovey Smith. New Orleans and Carolina. 
I picked North Carolina to win the first two weeks. They can kiss my ass, New Orleans. <laughs> New Orleans, yeah. Yeah, let's go Carolina. All right, Baltimore, New England. Give me Baltimore. God bless. Lamar Jackson's on another level. Like, yeah, they lost, obviously, to Miami, but Lamar Jackson is still just on another freaking planet right now. Give me, give me Baltimore. Yeah, New England's also on another planet. It's just not the planet that Baltimore's on right now. Right. Uh, even th- even though this is a New England, I've got Baltimore. I hate to break it to you guys, but I'm going with the Patriots. I mean, I, that's fair, oh. though. That's fair. Yeah. Detroit and Minnesota. I really want to ride Detroit. This I really game. want to as well. <laughs> I want. You know to what? Ride Give Detroit it to me. Game. Give me the lines, baby. Let's go, Lions. <laughs> <laughs> Detroit. Yeah! Let's go. Let's go. Lions. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Jaguars and the Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to have a bounce back game. They yeah, played. I, I they played that. well. Uh, they dropped the ball in some capacities against KC. I think they're going to have a bounce back game. Give me the Chargers. Yeah, it would I, depend I, I, on if Herbert's ribs are okay. That's also if right. He can play a hundred percent. If he can't. I see Jacksonville Wait. actually taking this one. If he can, Chargers won this one handedly. Do we know his status? Because that could change my pick right now. Because the day. Jag, Jag defense day. Is, is, I like this defense. Mm. It's officially day-to-day as of this morning. I must think first thought, best thought, stick with Chargers. Yep. All right, Green Bay and Tampa. Tampa's defense the first couple of weeks has done, has done very, very well. I know that... Aaron Rodgers had his bounce back. Aaron Rodgers does not win big games. Tampa Bay. Mm. Yep, let's go Tampa Bay. Uh, I'm going to rock with the Packers. Just a gut feeling. Rams and Cards. The Rams have not really impressed me the first two weeks. Neither have the Cardinals, but the Cardinals had an impressive uh, comeback win the other night. I'm going to rock Arizona. These two teams are very underperforming for what they yeah. did last year. Very, very underperforming. We'll go with the Rams. Mm. Give me the cards. All right, next up, the battle of the sucks. Falcons and Seahawks. But you know what? Falcons hasn't looked terrible the first two weeks. They can't close a game to save their life, but they haven't looked bad. I think That's Se- traditional Atlanta, though. Yeah, I mean, that's come traditional on now. Atlanta, yeah. <laughs> um... Give me the give me the Falcons. I th- I really think Seattle's just going to be terrible all year. I'm going to ride that boat all year long. Give me give me the Falcons. Yeah, but I th- I think I think one thing we'll notice that Seattle's going to beat teams they're not supposed to beat, but this week Atlanta's going to beat them. Yeah, Atlanta just has better weapons. I mean, Cordell Patterson, Drake London, they just they yeah. just have a better team than Seattle. Kyle Let's Pitts. go Atlanta. Yeah, Kyle Pitts as well. I love Who? I love Kyle Pitts. <laughs> uh, no, it's just cuz they barely ever use him it that's seems fair. like. That's fair. Drake London's getting a lot of focus, though, which is great for my fantasy team. Uh, next up, San Fran and Denver. You know what? Give me the Jimmy G-led 49ers. They're going to be coming in hot. I agree. I don't yep. I don't think Denver's going to start over. Or, you know, no, they, they did win a game, but um, um, no, uh, give me San Fran. Yep. Dallas and the Giants. We just went on this little thing earlier. Is this is this it? Are you guys, is Cowboys winning this? What's happening? Jacob, you go first. No, 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 no. I insist you go first. No, I, I, I insist. No, I, 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 I really, you, I, I, I really insist. I've already, considering l- right, I'll, that I'll you throw are the New York Giants there. expert. 
I'll throw mine up there. I'm going to rock the Cowboys. I've already thrown out too many wild picks. I feel like we're going Cowboys. Fine. I'll go. I'll go. It's, it's okay. I'll go. I'll go. I love Cooper Rush. I love Noah Brown. I love the Cowboys. Obviously. Obviously, I love the Cowboys. And as much as this pains me to say it, give me Danny Dimes and those New Jersey Giants to beat my Dallas Cowboys. Boy. Shout out to Steve. He clipped the moment that I picked the Packers and put it in the chat. He, he titled it <laughs> as looks like it hurt his soul, which is fair. <laughs> it did. But, you know, we're going with it. Who'd you guys pick? Damn, I'm sorry. We, we both picked against our teams this week. What are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> As much as I, I love this Cooper Rush comeback, I, I, I really do. Um, I'm going to agree with Jacob. Giants get it done. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to agree with Jacob. Giants get it done. Man. As much oh, as much as, it, as much as it pains me, because deep down in my soul, <laughs> I just want to shout hallelujah to the good Lord himself. To please let the Dallas Cowboys be good, but I prayed that prayer for so long, and God has a sense of humor. He just looks down at me and says, "It's not gonna happen." Not to Jay. When this Jot start off three and zero. Oh man, that's funny. <laughs> All right, uh, I, I, I feel like that gets to the end of the show here. I feel like we hit everything pretty pretty well. Uh, we we talked about a lot today. Great episode. Great conversations. Great reactions. Loved it. Loved it. Uh, so boys, anything else you want to chat about? If not, I'll hit the music and we'll work our way out of here. Let's hit the music. Let's head out. Let's head out. Let's hear it. All right, boys. Last thoughts. Shout them out. I hate Ohio state. <laughs> going to suck when Arkansas loses this week. <laughs> what if we both lose? You no, know, if we both lose this week, man, for Tuesday, we're gonna, this is, this is what we're going to do next week. Alex, me and Jacob are going to be like this and we both suck again. Uh, i can't wait for tuesday i can't wait for tuesday after the cowboys lose arkansas loses ohio state loses it's gonna be you know the the Bengals lose to the jets i can't wait oh man i can't wait oh my soul i can't wait let's go i'm hurting as it is man i'm hurting as it is i want to throw up after you just said that (laughs) you know what you know what i'm not even doing the chat with you i'm not even doing the uh, it's a terrible football you know what i'm done i'm done i love you guys i'll see (laughs) y'all so i'm hurt i'll see you never he says i i I love you guys i'll see y'all next (laughs) (laughs) oh man Oh, that was great. Shout out to Ricky. Great episode. Shout out to Shane as well, who couldn't make it. Hopefully, you'll be back next week. Uh, make sure to check us out on our website, spark3.com. You sign up for free. You sign up five bucks a month. We definitely appreciate that. As well as uh, like this live stream or video if you're watching after the fact. Or follow on the one of the many audio platforms that we're on. Subscribe to the channel. Be a friend. Tell a friend, of course. Check out all the sponsors down below. Join the Discord. And you can come chat with us every single week about all the wonderful games. Got a big w- weekend ahead of games. Can't wait to jump into it. Uh, but I guess with that said, we can go ahead and officially get out of here because I am hungry. It's time for some food. Uh, Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening to a terrible football show. See you next week. <laughs>